In one of the weirdest stories I think I've ever heard, but kind of not unexpected, a group of 13 men have, uh, well, I, I shouldn't say 13 men. There are seven guys and six guys. Each have been arrested. Seven guys on state charges. They were targeting cops. They wanted to like storm the state capitol building in Michigan. Then you had six guys who apparently wanted to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer because they view her as a tyrannical B. We don't swear on this show, so sorry. Figure that one out. Female dog, we'll call it that. And they uh, felt that her COVID lockdown orders were unconstitutional, and thus they were going to take action. Unfortunately for them, they reached out to some militias. Turns out were infiltrated by the FBI, and the informants immediately ratted on them, and they've been arrested. The interesting thing is that partisan media is calling these guys right wing. We have video of some of these guys, or at least one of these guys. Uh, they're not right wing at all. Uh, they're anarchists. So I don't, I don't even know what right wing means at this, at this point. Everyone's like left wing violence and right wing violence. Look, if, if they're going to claim that anti-government, anti-police people are, and anarchists are right wing, are they saying that Antifa is right wing? Like, what's the difference at that point? I don't, I don't know. Whatever. We're going to talk about this. We're also going to talk about what happened with the debate because we have lots of opinions because we have uh, some people hanging out. Of course, Ian Crossland is chilling. Hello, everyone. That's uh, that's Ian. Sour Patch Lids is producing and, and doing oh, all that here stuff. In the corner, yep. And uh, Cassandra Fairbanks is hanging out. Yeah. She's she's always here now. And uh, we we just have all of these different opinions. So make sure you smash that like button. Welcome to the show. We do the show Monday to Friday, live at 8 p.m. And it is available on all podcast platforms. So if you're a fan, of, if you're on Spotify, if you're on iTunes, go there, subscribe or whatever it is you do. Because I don't know, I don't really pay attention to those platforms. I'm just we're just on YouTube doing our thing. So I I really do want to talk about the debates because I think that's the 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 place where we have most of our opinions. But what do you guys think? Should we should we should we talk about these kidnappers first? You think we should? Just Talk about the kidnappers. Either one. <laughs> kidnappers. What do you think? Sounds terrifying, like like they were domestic terrorists. All right, um, kidnappers it is. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> Here's a story from the New York Times. FBI says Michigan anti-government group plotted to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Authorities charged 13 men, some of whom were accused of plotting to storm the state capitol building and planning to start a civil war. Sounds like the Boogaloo boys, but I don't mm. think it was directly affiliated with anybody doing Boogaloo stuff. Storming the state capitol, instigating a civil war, abducting a sitting governor ahead of the presidential election. Those were among the plots described by federal and state officials in Michigan on Thursday as they announced terrorism, conspiracy and weapons charges against 13 men. At least six of them, officials said, hatched, had, had, had hatched a detailed plan to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer, a Democrat who has become a focal point of anti-government views and anger over coronavirus control measures. The group that planned the kidnapping met repeatedly over the summer for firearms training and combat drills, and practiced building explosives, the FBI said. Members also gathered several times to discuss the mission, including in the basement of a shop that was ac accessible only through a trap door under a rug. Wow, that's pretty cool. Like a movie. The trap door, not the weird, creepy terrorist meetings. <laughs> I'd like a trap door like that. That'd be cool. The men spied on Miss Whitmer's vacation home in August. Wow. And September, even looking under a highway bridge for places they could place and detonate a bomb to distract authorities. The FBI said they indicated that they wanted to take Miss Whitmer hostage before the election in November. And one man said they should take her to a secure location in Wisconsin for a trial. Richard J. Trask, the second, an FBI special agent, said in a criminal complaint, if their goal was to, like, make Donald Trump lose, this is like the best plan ever. Yeah. Mr. Trask said that one of those arrested had bought a taser for the mission last week and that the men had been planning to buy explosives on Wednesday. Court records indicated that at least five of the men had been arrested on Wednesday in Ypsilanti. Is that how you pronounce it? Michigan? Yeah. It was not immediately clear if the sixth man had been taken into custody. So the New York Times doesn't immediately say anything about right wing. 
I don't know if they go on to. I don't think they do. They just say anti-government. But immediately you're seeing all of these like lefty personalities saying like right wing militias. Dude's not right wing. Look at this. Here's the guy. I mean, he's got huge gauges in his ears, which is not really indicative of anything. But I will say it's not necessarily like a right wing thing. You know, right wingers tend to be like stodgy suit wearing, you know. (laughs) Or rednecks. Yeah, I guess I guess, you know, you could see right wing gauges and stuff. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to discriminate against people with gauged ears or anything like that. But he's got a big anarchy flag behind him or a big anarchy. Yeah, it's a flag. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Robbie Starbuck tweeted, this is a video of Brandon Caserta, one of the ringleaders of the group of men arrested for a plot where the group planned to kidnap Governor Whitmer. Caserta has an anarchist flag behind him in a YouTube video trashes police. He's not a Republican. He's an anarchist. He's what's the difference between him and Antifa if he's anti-cop? I think that a lot of the media is being very simplistic about politics in general. I think that politics are a spectrum. It's not just Republicans and Democrats. I think this guy's probably an anarcho-capitalist, which is like a right-leaning. But what does that mean, right? Well, I don't know. That's the problem. They're, he's still, he's still, they're still pro-capitalism. This dude's Antifa as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I get it. He's not literally Antifa. Like he's not flying the anti-fascist action flag or anything like that. But what I mean to say is, if you take a dude who's wearing all black and says, F the police and F the government, and then you put him next to an Antifa guy, they're both going to yell the same thing at the same time. Right. So I get it, but it's like, I, I understand he could be anarcho-capitalist, you know, because we saw with a lot of these protests where Black Lives Matter came out, the Boogaloo boys were like, we agree with you, we're on your side. Like, the government right. is bad and it's broken. And they're like, all right, we agree. What's the, what's the difference? So one of them has an American flag mask and the other doesn't? Well, it's like how Cop Block used to be. Remember, they were run by, like, all those libertarians up in New Hampshire who were, like anti-cop but also pro-capitalism and i I don't know (laughs) yeah and caps yeah i guess they're just anarchists they're certainly not trump supporters right and it's it's this is the problem with how the media operates there's a really clear uh distinction for what like left wing is right you you, if, if you say like what's far left you have a general idea it's antifa it's black lives matter they all agree with each other on most of their ideology they agree with each other for the most part on economics so when you say left wing, you're referring to like one large group of people. When they say right wing, I, I have no idea what that means. Is that like a Trump supporters right wing? The alt right are right wing? They disagree with the Trump supporters I mean, on like almost everything. I think that there's, you know, authoritarian and then more libertarian aspects of the right. I think that the right has a lot more um, difference of opinion and different ideas than the left does because they don't really accept other ideas, whereas the right will be like, okay, well, we disagree with you on this, but we agree on this other thing. And um, I don't know. I don't think this is the kind of guy, this this dude here with the anarchist flag behind him, who's going to be hanging out with Trump supporters. Right. And they, like, Governor Whitmer immediately blamed Trump. She was like, this is Trump's fault or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, these people are clearly not Trump supporters. Like, they might have, like, right-wing views on economics, but they're probably very left on things like the border and police and... They're so, certainly not Trump supporters. I'm, I'm so done with left and right, whatever. It just doesn't mean anything. Thank what? you. I, I feel like that so intensely. Yeah, no, like this, this idea that, you know, right wing means laissez-faire capitalist and left wing means socialist. And it's like, okay, so the alt-right isn't laissez-faire capitalist. They're actually kind of left on policy. You know, like didn't Richard Spencer talk about universal health care and stuff like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and there's and and I and, and then there's Cernovich too, because Cernovich has also talked about universal health care. So the right, it's meaningless. Right. 
And like if 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 we're both left leaning and then you go further left, I'm all of a sudden considered right because it's a relative function. So it's madness. That doesn't mean anything. I know. So left he, and right are like relative to each other. Well, definitely. If you're talking about like this is the weird thing. If you're talking about left and right in the traditional sense, because it came from the French Revolution, you have the right, which are pro status quo, traditional, like. Oh, th- I'm sorry to interrupt. You're right. You, they sat in different areas of. Yeah. The- so you had the right and the left. And the left were the revolutionaries, and the right were the keep it all the same, right? I think. They were like, keep it tradition, and you know. And to clarify, they sat in, like, what was it, their parliament or whatever? Their, Something like that, and I guess. The people would sit on the right side of the, the aisle. Yeah. And the left side of the aisle. So the general idea is when someone says right wing, are they referring to like pro status quo versus pro revolution? In which case, this guy's pro revolution, so he's certainly okay. not right. Yeah, he seems like a far left terrorist. Yeah, the only reason they call him right wing is because well, they can't have it on their side, can they? I, it's just like it doesn't even seem far left. I say that, and it just all of a sudden I'm like, well, he's, but he seems like a far right terrorist. Is it just a big circle, and you just <laughs> keep going to the left, and then you appear on the right, and it's like where? it's because there's no. It's because right wing doesn't mean anything. It really does. None, none of this means anything anymore. Well, they have in common that they both neither neither Antifa nor these groups, this group in particular, I think neither one of them want much of the government to be involved. Like these guys, I think went to the open it up rally or whatever. Yeah. Like they were very very just broadly anti government. I think that's something that you could look at more than even right or left to determine where somebody's going to fall along that side. I don't know where the, what that would be considered, like the amount of control the government has over you. Oh, dude. You know what, man? I, I understand this anger over tyranny and abuse of power. Gretchen Whitmer, the Supreme Court ruled against her, and they said that, you know, your, your lockdown's unconstitutional. And she said, so on, I'm going to do it anyway. And she said that she's going to wait out 21 days, which is the, like, allotted time. And then she's going to find other means to enforce her unconstitutional edict. Now... You're going to love this one. She said, just last week, the president of the United States stood before the American people and refused to condemn white supremacists and hate groups like these two Michigan militia groups. Ms. Whitmer said there's no indication in the court documents that any of the men were inspired by the president. But Ms. Ms. Whitmer said extremists had heard the president's words, not as a rebuke, but as a rallying cry, as a call to action. I didn't realize that Trump, who has routinely condemned anarchists and said the violent anarchists must be arrested, was inspiring them, Gretchen. That's wonderful. That's the politics that we get. He's been extremely outspoken about anarchists. I mean, right? It's she's a joke. I can't deal with her at all. <laughs> you know, Spike Lee recently did an interview where he said that civil wars are coming. What did he say? He said that. He said civil wars coming. He wait, said, wait. Trump, Trump's not going to leave. Civil War is coming. That's it. <laughs> you just straight, he didn't, did he explain? Like, what does he mean by that? Civil That's War. It. That's all he said. And it was really, I think, I can't remember who did the interview. I think it was like Vanity Fair, maybe. And they were like, we just lost internet. That's weird. Oh. We're totally off. It was oh. OBS, I think. Did OBS crash? That thing just popped up. There we go. Nope. We're back. Maybe. And we might mm. be back. Maybe. Nope. Potentially. Mm. But we're still recording. Oh, True. yeah. Well, there you go. Congratulations, people who are listening on the podcast. You have a, <laughs> a weird break in Behind sound. The oh, man. It's just, com- internet's completely dead. Great. Totally out. Yeah, this happened before. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sucks. Well, you know, sometimes you can't win them all. So anyway, what were we talking about? Um, Spike Lee? Spike Lee. Yes, Civil War. And Civil War, what? It, they're like, Civil War, pull the plug. They, they were interviewing him and they asked him uh, something like, what do you think is going to happen in November? 
and he said Civil War. We're just totally offline. That's fun. That's obnoxious. Indeed. Yeah, well, welcome to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I'm too exhausted to deal with this stuff. Hope oh, you I like it. I guess we could have foreseen this a little bit. Yeah, it's sure, we'll, uh, struggling to pick up. <laughs> we'll make it back. We can always cut this part out. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's whatever. Um, Cassandra, you need to talk louder. I turned her up a little bit. But it's creating reverb. Is it? Okay. Really bad reverb. Oh, sorry. Can you talk louder? Yeah, I can talk louder. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe the show's just down. Is we it have min- zero, all the we have, internet, or is it just yeah? The, the whole internet's just off. Yay! Oh, do, no. do, 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 do. I'll see if I got it on my machine as well. <laughs> We're chilling. We're checking everything, checking up, upload, download. Speeds. It might be. I wonder. Nope, internet's totally down. Wow. I got internet on my machine. I don't think you do. Because oh. I can't open anything on my phone. I do. You do not. I do not. Psych. I do not. Well, that's fun. <sighs> Let's uh, explain to me. Do you want to? You want to keep going? Or I just mean, carry on. Yeah, we're I'll recording. This all tomorrow. I mean, right? We can always cut this out and. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're get your swears out now. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, how did the internet go out? That's the question. I don't know. This is the first time this has happened like this. Should I go downstairs? Mess with the router. Mm-hmm. I started getting a connection. Eh, shows it anyway. Nope. They cut the stream. It wasn't us. Yeah, people are tweeting at me about it. Okay, it's not your. It's not your fault. The internet briefly went out, was it this morning? Oh, we're back. Oh, nope, we're snap. gone. Oh my gosh. Playing with my emotions. <laughs> I think we're I think we're live again. All right. Oh. I think Oh, look at that. Look. I think we're live again. What did it just reconnect from? I don't know where it picked up. Is it It's not really going to show all of us just sitting here talking about this is so dumb. <laughs> hey, we're live again. Oh my gosh. I'm too exhausted for this. What's hey. up? Hi, Tim. Yeah, Ian, what did you have for breakfast? I think I had a glass of water. That's crazy. <laughs> it was it was good. Best yeah. breakfast. What did you have for good. breakfast, Cassandra? Um, I had a lot of coffee. Wow. I, I like your breakfast. How many coffees? Uh, several. Oh, yeah. What'd you put in it? Um, I actually had a pum- pumpkin spice one because I'm extremely basic and Same. love fall. <laughs> we got pumpkin spice moonshine. Nice. Yes. Yeah, oh, I don't think, if you I don't think anyone's going to drink it because I don't drink, so yeah. I don't know who's going to drink it. And then we got cleaner. butter pecan moonshine. That sounds that's really pretty good. cool too. Yeah, I wonder how long that stays good. Um, it's probably bad already. I mean, it's fridge. sitting in alcohol though. It's no, like I don't think it goes bad that quickly. It has to be refrigerated because it's got cream in it. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. Does that curdle? Will it turn into like moonshine yogurt? Ooh, <laughs> uh, it's got a certain something. So uh, anyway, I guess apparently like some guys tried kidnapping some lady and she's crazy. Spike and- Lee, let's talk about Civil War for a minute. The darkest or the oh, grossest co- topic. This is like the only thing that leftists have at, at any, any capacity to actually criticize me. <laughs> is that out of 5,832 videos? Now it's more than that because that number was from like last week. I have like maybe like 25 videos about Civil War. And they're like, aha, we got him. He's talking about the, the Atlantic article they wrote about Civil War coming. It's like, yes. 
There, there are a couple of videos where I directly, you know, asked the question, like when the AG in Oregon sued the federal government because the federal government was trying to enforce the law. It's like when you have the states challenging the federal government's right to enforce its own laws or like that's kind of weird and scary. And that's like the, the way I describe it is if things really escalate into full on hot conflict between factions or Joe Biden and Trump are like boxing each other on the White House lawn to like become president or something, then they'll claim that these things were part of, you know, what started the Civil War or was the Civil War. But now you have Spike Lee straight up said it. He was in, he was being interviewed by some uh, magazine or whatever. And they asked him, like, what's going on? And he made some comment about being like Nostradamus or something. And he said, civil war is coming. Like, y'all better prepare because this MF is not leaving the White House, something like that. And so, yeah, just more more talk from Spike Lee. And then you add this to this story we have about these uh, these guys in uh, in Michigan. And I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm not surprised. Like, is this the first of many attempts on like, politicians? Politi- yeah. Dude, you you violate the Constitution brazenly while laughing at people when you do it. Don't be surprised when this kind of thing happens. Now, no, I'm, I'm grateful not. to the FBI that they got stopped. Do you remember what happened with her like a few months back? There was an anti-lockdown protest. And the next day she came out and she was like, well, now basically I'm going to create an even harsher lockdown yeah. out of yep. spite. Remember? I remember that. I was like, whoa, this Dude, woman's going to get. She's evil. <laughs> yeah. Like legit evil. So I say she's evil in the truest sense of the word, right? When a bunch of people in Michigan were freaking out because her, her emergency powers are too extreme. They started signing petitions saying we want it. We want a, a, a like a referendum on taking her power away. And she said, do not let them take my power from me. And then when the Supreme Court of Michigan ruled, you can't do this. She said, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Talk about evil. Completely mad with power. Here's, She's like here's the problem. Off of it. Why isn't the federal government removing her? That's what they're supposed to do, right? Like, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But but if you have so, like a governor and their legislation says you can't do this and she laughs and does it anyway, shouldn't the feds then intervene and be like, this woman must be removed? Because she's not letting anyone do anything. And I'll tell you what else. What are the cops doing? Now, the AG has said she will no longer enforce any of Gretchen Whitmer's, you know, edict. So she's essentially just sitting in a room crying and screaming, demanding a lockdown that no one's going to enforce. So she lost. But shouldn't she just immediately like isn't don't we have some kind of thing where it's like if you're ordered not to do something, you do it anyway, like we get rid of you like you're no longer the governor or like in charge. Yeah, but that's like that requires an actual vote. She's not yeah. letting people leave their houses. Yeah. I'm exaggerating a bit, but you know, you, you lock everything down. People can't actually organize. So anyway, man, here's my point. If I said to you, you know, a year ago there, I think, actually, I'll tell you this. If I said to you a year ago that I think we're, we're dangerously close to a civil war and that within a year, we're going to see like race riots, people screaming and fighting and smashing stuff. And you're going to have like armed groups going after state leaders and politicians and these like rioters are gonna be smashing up people's homes y'all would call me crazy i'm pretty sure you did call it about a year ago oh i did <laughs> in our group chat i'm pretty sure it was and, around halloween last and year and i can't remember the, I, I don't want to name drop anybody but i remember like yeah we had a group there's like a group chat with like what a couple dozen people or yeah, something journalists and personalities friends. and i'm like it's coming here's what's gonna happen and there was like a couple of guys who were like that's so dumb that'll never happen you don't understand the security state and i'm like listen these guys who plotted this what happens when 
you actually have someone like Gretchen Whitmer or, you know, Wolf in Pennsylvania who also got ruled unconstitutional. And they're like, we don't care. We're, you know, we are the Democratic Party. Or like, you know, what what happens when you get that? Then what happens if Bill Barr actually says we are in, you know, intervening to remove a despotic governor who's in violation of the law? What happens if they do this now? What happens? I mean, it's likely unlikely because she's the victim in this story. But what happens if they intervene right and we're this close to the election? And then the left says it's a coup. It's Donald Trump staging a coup. Like then you're going to get government faction versus government faction. This this right here should be one of the biggest red flags There's a red banner flying above everyone's house right now that civil war. These people think they people can people can only think in real time for the most part. They don't think to the future. They don't prepare or plan. So when you see people marching around in a residential neighborhood screaming, rabble, 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 none of, most people don't even think like, I wonder what they'll do next. That's literally what I do. I'm like, man, wow, if they're marching through the neighborhood, it's only a matter of time before they start like attacking and threatening people. Then well, what happened? They did that last night. Well, this is what I'm getting to. The first thing they did we see in Portland is they went to some guy's house who had an American flag and screamed and said, take it down or we'll burn your house down. The New York Times covered that. The next thing they did was they went around snatching the flags off the porches and burning them. Now in, where was this, Wauwatosa? Mm-hmm. They went to apartment buildings and homes and started smashing up their windows. What happens if you try to defend yourself? Ask the McCloskeys. Yeah. Ask that dude in Wisconsin. You will be arrested. You must let the mob burn your house down. This story, like last night, was so sad, too. It was an apartment building that had four apartments. And three of the apartments, like the people just left. They fled. They knew that there was bad stuff going on. So they, they went to wow. stay somewhere else. But one of the apartments had a 70 year old woman in it. And she didn't have anywhere to go. And so she was hiding in her bedroom while they were smashing her windows. And her, she called her landlord and he went over there and he found her and she was like shaking and crying. Oh. And it, he brought her somewhere safe to her sister's house, I believe. But, but she was a it was fascist, just so right? So sad. A 70 year old woman. But, but she's a fascist. <laughs> no. They don't no, even no. know what her politics are. You, you, you must they be are. mistaken, Cassandra. <laughs> yeah. Antifa only attacks fascists. Yeah. I read it in the Washington Post. They've warned they s- they're going to the suburbs and they're doing it. And then, it, uh, this, uh, and that's when conservatives said, mail-in voting is going to backfire on you. Don't do it. The Democrats were like, Donald Trump said without evidence that mail-in voting will be bad. Hmm. Guess what happens now? Democratic groups are warning all of their voters not to vote by mail. I, I kid you not. Axios published a story. If they only actually engaged in good faith, they wouldn't constantly be wrong all the time. So they said uh, it was it was conservatives. Antifa is coming to the suburbs. They're talking about it. The New York Times, all these outlets, they're like, Antifa is not coming to the suburbs. <laughs> and now they're smashing up 70 year old women's uh, windows, threatening them and their families. And I know I know people in Chicago who are like they came to the suburbs. It happened. Let me let me let me know if you guys agree or disagree with this hypothesis. The problem with anti-fascism is that we live in a military-industrial complex system that is inherently fascist. Our clothing is made in sweatshops for the most part, fat with like corporate uh, government collusion. It's well, more it's like it's, this corporate government. It's 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 authoritarian corporatism, militaristic. It's like. Stuff is done by force. So it's, it feels like we, we're supporting it's, it's, a fascist, not a dictatorship, it's not, but a, it's, fas- it, a militaristic. I, I hate, I hate the, the, the phrase. The United States is a military. Fascist country. is a very specific thing. Like, it's a very specific brand of authoritarianism that comes from World War II. Everyone says fascist. What they really mean is authoritarian. 
Okay. It's, so okay. so what happens is then you get people arguing about state control versus like, you know, ethno-nationalism and what is really fascist. Like, I don't care, dude. I'm talking about authoritarian dictatorship. That's what I'm so talking So are these Ant- Antifa actually just anti-authoritarian? No, they're pro-authoritarian. Pro, pro. They're, they're communist extremists. They want the power. This is what I really, really can't stand. You ever, you ever see the political compass memes, you guys? Yeah. Where it's like, they always put Antifa in the bottom left, left libertarian. Mm-mm. No. Anarchists have the non-aggression principle. Is that, That's what it's right. Non, yeah. Non-aggression principle. Yeah. Well, it's mostly a right-wing anarchist thing, which I, I don't even know what that means, yeah. right-wing. Just, ANCAP and libertarian. Yeah, not anarcho-communist. But the general idea should be a part of anyone who doesn't believe authority is proper. So a real anarchist, and, and you'll, you'll hear this from actual leftists who actually know what they're talking about. Cause like, I think left anarchists, the real ones, you totally love to hang out with them. You know why? They're sitting around smoking weed and like eating watermelon. Yeah, like, but they let chaos happen. It's no, they don't. Really, that's not like what anarchists do. You fist no, fight you are, in their house. That's not true. Like, well, that's not true. I used to live with that's, them. That's not anarchists. Then you didn't live, you lived with nihilists. No, they just didn't have any rules. That's not anarchy. Anarchy means without authority. True anarchists, it means you sit in a circle and you all talk until you agree. It's damn near impossible to do at scale. But if you've got a group of five people, you can have an anarchic system where you're like, no, no one person is the authority. Well, you could also have a group of anarchists where you all fight each other until one person survives. That's not like real anarchy. That's just so the actual idea of anarchy. It means and without archie authority. That's what it means. And so and an anarch. So this is really funny. I was watching. The, I was just watching the uh, uh, movie Stranger Than Fiction. Have you guys ever seen that? It's actually no. really fun. It's Will Ferrell and like he's walking on the street and then all of a sudden he hears a narrator narrating his life. And then like one day she's like, did a little, little did Harold know he was going to die. And then he's like, wait, what? Who said that? You know, but anyway, he's a tax auditor and he's talking to this leftist and he asks her, are you part of an anarchist group? And she goes, anarchists have groups. And it was, um, what's, what's her name? Maggie Gyllenhaal. And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, that would defeat the purpose. Like, no, it wouldn't. Anarchist means without authority. You can have a group of people where no one person has authority and they all sit in big circles and they sing kumbaya and ask each other what each other wants to do until everyone comes into agreement. It doesn't work at scale. Like you can't even do it with 10 people. You know, you can do it with like three or four. So it's really like a pipe dream to say that the left libertarian spectrum, like Antifa are anti-authoritarian is like an outright lie. The people that are going around smashing things and demanding their will be done is the definition of authoritarian. Absolute. They think they have authority over you to force you to do what they want, and they will use physical force against you to get what they want. That's authoritarianism. Just because they're not in the most powerful group. So imagine this way. If a group of 100 people showed up and said, raise our flag or we will murder your family. Is that authoritarian? Yes. It doesn't matter if they're part of the state or a gang. Because the only difference between that concept they try and lie about is like they don't have the full power of government yet. So there, so imagine what Antifa would do if they actually gained control of a government. How, how would you explain like a, um, an anarchic, is it anarchic? Anarchic. An anarchic group that want, if, if like an anarchic group, something, if Antifa were anarchic, how would they be behaving differently? They wouldn't be violent. Well, you could have violent anarchy. It's, it, it, no. That, that imply, that's, that's oxymoronic. The idea that you have the sole authority to cause harm to another person is not without authority. It is with authority. Yeah, but I mean, doing something doesn't mean that you're authoritarian. 
So I guess theoretically you could have no authority and no goals and no purpose. So you just wanted to burn it all. So they have a goal and a purpose. If I, they just I, wanted to destroy it. That would be I, more nihilism, I think. And I think that's still an exertion of your authority over someone else. The well, right. I, I think to, you're being too liberal with the definition of authority. If you think you can unilaterally decide to alter someone else's existence, like I, I don't see make decisions for them. I don't see Antifa trying to implement anything. I just see them trying to break the system. Well, a Antifa are are revolutionary communists. That the Antifa literally comes from World War II Germany. It was the it was the militant wing of the Communist Party, and anti-fascism doesn't mean anti-authoritarian. They're pro-authoritarian. They were pro-communist party. The people flying their flag want authoritarianism. They want to tell people what to do because they think the stupid people and their farting cows are destroying the planet. So anti-fascists were an actual party of the communist, a part of the communists, authoritarian yes. communists. But this uh, anti-fascist group is not that. It's a different. It's the same flag. They're it's using the same, the same symbols, name and the same, same flag, ideology. But like you say, you can call yourself the nice guys and go around and beat people and be like, "Why would you be down on the nice guys?" They're flying the symbols and the flag, right? But they're different. Function. That's like saying neo-Nazis aren't really Nazis. They're, that's why they're called new Nazis. They're not, sure, we'll they're call not them, then we'll call German them neo-Antifa. Yeah, they're, so it's not necessarily the same authoritarian group that the communists had. It's basically the, the same thing. I don't, but I don't, I don't agree with that. I think they have the same name and the same flag, but they're, they're not authoritarian. They're not anarchists. That's just, it, they're not anarchists, man. How would you describe them, Cassandra? Um, I think that they're authoritarian. I don't know if I would, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you guys both have some valid points. I think that they're terrifying. And that's basically it. I think that they believe that they're morally right and their conscience is telling them that they're doing the right thing by being ultra authoritarian and imposing their will on people. And I think that that's the most dangerous kind of person. It's the same thing that you see with like ISIS. They think that they're committing acts of terror and authoritarianism um, for the greater good. It's the same thing. And I just think that they're, they're if, if you take Antifa and you give them positions of power in the government, they will all agree on what they want to do next. They bring out guillotines in front of people's homes. They're acting in concert. They know what their ideology is. They know what they want, and they will use violence to get it. CNN ran this really funny piece, Antifa seeking peace through violence. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and they, they changed the title after they got called out for it. They are violent authoritarians. I guess you could. It, it's a weird argument to make that you have violent anti-authoritarians because I guess the Joker, you could argue, you know, because he, he, he had no real goal in, in destroying your life. But I personally feel like if I say to you, I'm going to cause you harm, I am making a decision about what I want you to experience and do. And that is me asserting my will over yours. But it would be, why were you doing it? If you were doing it so that you could get the money and make me your slave, then you'd be authoritarian. But if you were doing it so to watch me die, then you wouldn't be authoritarian. I disagree. It's me saying my will over yours. That's um, authority. Imposing your will is not, um, well, I mean, you're always imposing your will though. No, we, we, we work in a constitutional republic with democratically elected leaders. So we do exert our will, but it's through cooperation and through laws. Right. But so, so there, authority exists. Like our system isn't anarchic. We live in a country that is, uh, slightly more, it's, it's, we live in a rather centrist society. We're not too authoritarian. We kind of are in a lot of ways. And we're not completely libertarian, but we have certain freedoms in certain areas. And we're not super left. We're not super right. 
in terms of economics. We're a mixed economy and it's, it's fairly balanced. It's fairly balanced. I can say I want to elect this person and I can exert my will and others can challenge that, but we don't beat each other to death. And I don't go to someone and steal their money, take their assets from them so they can't compete. They're allowed to compete fairly on equal footing because I don't have power over them in, in a certain capacity. So exerting your will without violence is you would consider not authoritarian, but exerting your will through violence no. is authoritarian. No. If I went to you and said, I will blood, I, you know, I will, I will, uh, 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 publish embarrassing photos about your significant other. It's just exerting some kind of force, coercive, manipulative, or physical force against a person to to subjugate their will. Then at that point, it's, I wonder why you're doing it. I think whether or not it's authoritarian comes down to why you're doing it. If you, it doesn't so like, matter. The Joker, my will he, be done. He, he wasn't, a, like, I, I agree with you. I don't think he was authoritarian. I think he was just anarch, anarchic. He was crazy. I don't know. The, but, the new Joker was based on Bernie Getz, which is like a really famous case that kind of applies. I've been thinking about it a lot with Kyle Rittenhouse, but the person that they based it off of, he was just sick of crime and he wanted to stand up to people harassing him on the subway and um, he ended up shooting people. Um, oh, the new Joker. Yeah. The movie. That Sorry. was a great movie. But yeah, the NRA like took up his case back in the 90s and um, it's interesting. Vigilantism. Yeah. So the way I see it is, for one, yeah, there's there's nuance in the discussion. But if you have a group of people who agree on their ideology, um, particularly that they're all racist, so they, they all are racist. These these Antifa people are identitarian. They believe freaky, weird things about race and they want racialized law. They go around saying, how do we get that? We beat people until they submit. That's authoritarianism. Because they're trying to impose this critical race. It's theory. not even about impose. They're enforcing their will through 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 by sub by subjugating you. If you had a government that said do it or else and they went around telling people no more speaking out against us it's authoritarianism just because they're not as big as a government doesn't mean they're not authoritarian so you like i was talking to the, i was actually talking to an antifa guy in berkeley a couple of years ago and i explained to him when he when he was talking to me about you know look these right-wing groups they come here and they're fascist so we got to fight back and i was like come on man that little old lady like one of you guys threw an a m80 at that old woman over there and he's like well like, you know, she shouldn't be with the fascists. I'm like, she didn't come with fascists. She just showed up with a Trump flag and then other people showed up. And he was like, well, I think these people need to understand that we're like, what we're doing is better. And I was like, so you're an authoritarian. And he goes, dude, you can't be an authoritarian. Okay. Because that's like a government. And I was like, and socialism's a government. Are you saying you can't be a socialist? And he was like, wait, I mean, they just, they all have separate rules. It's like how you can't be racist unless you're. I mean, you can't be racist if you're black and all this stuff. Like, yes, you can. You can be racist. And then they think that because they're not a government and they don't have power that they can't be authoritarian. They just it's all word games. And oh, definitely. The, the, the Democrats are so good at it. It's 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 actually quite impressive how they'll just like anti-fascist. If you're not anti-fascist, you're pro-fascist. It's like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. But it works on stupid people. And I, I see them saying it on Facebook. So anyway, look, man. I was talking to some people a year ago, and this is hilarious because I was like, there's going to be race riots, man. It's going to be it's going to be like everything we're seeing. I think it's fairly obvious. And they didn't believe it. They were like, OK, dude, like it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're just not paying attention. You're not watching what's going on. I think it's hilarious when I can say this is what is likely to happen next for this reason. And then you get a bunch of people who are like, Tim's nuts. He thinks there's going to be a civil war. 
How about this story where a bunch of dudes were planning to kidnap a governor and actually this. Okay, let, let me let me stop. I saw this thread. This story is not one of these FBI staged operations. So you're, you're familiar with how the FBI does this, right? Yeah. They'll basically like go to a dude who and who's like kind of stupid and they'll be like, hey, don't you want to do this? And they'll be like, yeah. And they'll go, aha, we caught one. And it's like, no, you didn't. You just coaxed some moron into like agreeing to something dumb. These guys were staking out her house. Yeah. They were they were legit planning this stuff. So I'll tell you what. A year ago, I had people saying Tim's over the top, you know, saying this stuff. And then I remember like we we got a bunch of super chats too, like earlier in the year when things started kicking off and they're like, man, you were right about this and what, what's going to happen next. Then I remember saying they're going to come to your house. It's not just going to be them marching downtown because we saw what happened in Chicago when the aldermen were like, they're coming to the neighborhoods. Don't raise the bridges. And then what happened? Start going to people's houses. You got to be careful because you are acknowledge you're you're observing and predicting but you're also telling the world through youtube videos and hundreds of thousands of people are hearing you say they're going to come to your house so people are like i should go to their house and it's you're seeding the future as well no i disagree with that oh you're well i disagree uh, you're definitely influencing telling, the telling people that activate like reporting on information is not making that information happen. But if That's, you say it's going to happen, then I think you're putting that in people's minds. But it is. And I was right. Well, you are also influencing it. I did not make anyone go to anyone's house. No, but you said it will happen. And hundreds of thousands of people heard you say that. I think that's and the what? logical steps, though. I mean, we're they've been escalating it continuously. I mean, they've they first they started with like peaceful protests then they started burning things in the street. Then they start burning the churches and then going and marching down through the suburbs. Like it's it's all very you can see that they're clearly escalating. So I don't think pointing out that it's escalating and that it's going to get worse will necessarily cause it to get worse. It's just the direction that it's going in. If I if I didn't make any content, all of this still would have happened. Mm. Well, it's impossible to, to figure that one out. But I think it's absurd to argue that me telling people a bunch of activists went and smashed windows on people's homes, man. You got to be careful because it's not like they're going to go to every single house, but they're going to homes. That's it's, not inspiring Antifa to go do anything. Well, I think self-fulfilling prophecies are real. If someone believes something is going to happen, they'll That's religious, spiritual stuff. Of I don't course believe. it is because you can't prove it with science, but manifestation, the placebo effect, if you think something is real, then you're like 30% more likely to happen. Uh, with your body physically, they don't. I they think, can't prove the. They don't that's understand just faith, the placebo bro. effect, but it, it's real. No, it is. The isn't. placebo effect is a real thing. Oh yeah, but that's just psychosomatic. Yeah, but no one knows why it, why it functions. It just the the DNA like responds to it's what because, you think is real. Well, no, the placebo effect doesn't alter your body's chemistry in the sense that like things that can't happen are happening. It alters your body chemist your body's chemistry within the confines of what your body's chemistry can do. It can make listen, you listen, feel listen. things. We're not going to have an argument about spiritual manifestation and new age mumbo it, jumbo it, on this. It's a, it's a weird, it's like a weird and wild conversation. It, it almost doesn't have place talking about side by side politics. But when you're making videos and millions of people are hearing you say things are going to happen, I think that they're, you're influencing it. How? Because if, if you're like, say, say some really horrible thing and I'm like, oh, okay. And I believe you, I might go get involved. So you're saying the people who watch me who don't like who, who who like there's Antifa people watching me going like that is a good idea. Tim's right. We should go to people's homes, even though they already did. Or if you're like Antifa's horrible, someone might be like, I got to get a gun and go fight Antifa. They're horrible. That that's just normal communications. Anyone can do that. What, what, do, you, what do you mean? Like people talk to each other. 
Whether or not, you, what you're basically saying is everyone should lock their doors and stop talking to each other. And everyone no, stop. I, no, you should definitely keep talking. But I, I think it's important to acknowledge the power that prediction has. What do you mean? Like, if you say, I think, I mean, it, it's a weird conversation. I can't prove this stuff, but it seems like if people believe spiritual something mumble, is going to happen, bro, bro, that bro. it's more likely then I, to happen. Then, then, okay, then I can just say, did you know that if you count to 10, you'll make your wish will come true? Like, I can make, I can make up stuff, too. People would start counting to 10. If you did right. That. If you're going to tell me here right now that I'm manifesting Antifa showing up to people's homes, then I'm just going to make up something and say, well, if you more, if you can name seven prime numbers in quick succession, you'll get a wish. People would do it. And some people might actually get their wish. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. If you think the manifestation thing is a real, this like new age spiritual secret stuff. A placebo effect's real. Then why, so, so, so you're saying I can make up something, people will do it and their wishes will You'd come true. You'd be like, if you think of dogs, you'll be happier. And then people will start thinking of dogs and feel happier. And it won't happen every time, but that's that not will what you're happen. talking about. You're talking about manifesting Antifa showing well, up. Well, if you're homes. saying Antifa's bad and they're coming, and someone's like, "Oh, I got to get a gun and go fight Antifa," that might be that's a more literal. I think people are more likely to be like, "I got to get a gun and protect my house," which they should do. You should which they were arm doing yourself and make sure that you're safe. I am a firm believer in that, especially after what happened to me over the summer. But. um I don't think that it's more likely to cause people to go and like be like, I need to go shoot Antifa, but warning people might be make them more likely to go get a gun or to learn how to use it or defend themselves, defend their home. I don't but, think but, that's but, a bad thing. And, and, and the argument you're, 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 you're making basically is everybody should you stop talking to each other. I didn't say that. Well, then, so you, you just, think so you think it's good to encourage people to go to people's homes and get violent? No. So then, should they stop talking about it so that people don't show up to other people's homes? No, but you can choose how you talk about it. In, you, like saying Antifa's bad all the time. That that can become, that can be dangerous. But they are bad. Well, they have should done bad things. Should, should I mean it's you're, should, should I lie? You're and say, Antifa's only, actually good. You're guys. talking about the past, and you're creating the future. There's no circumstance in which Antifa goes around building homes for the homeless and planting flowers. Well, they could start doing that. <laughs> they I don't know. Could. Their garden in Chaz was real bad. <laughs> Yeah, they did. They bad. did yeah, try they did their try. LARP garden in Chaz, to be fair. <laughs> but Dude, there's really there's sad. never going to be a circumstance where Antifa stops rioting and starts building houses for the homeless. I, it's, it's a, it could be. Yeah, of course. That's something it's crazy. It's physically like that could possible. It's not going to happen. Okay, that's ridiculous. So that, saying that, though, this is my my point is when you're when you're emphatically saying this, the future is this, then you're creating like that. No, I'm not Potential. creating anything. I don't believe in magic. Quantum physics. It's not magic. Yes, man. it stuff, is. Stuff is an infinite wave of possibilities. Uh, you're making it magic. This dude. is quantum physics. And no, it, it collapses isn't. into the. Yeah, you can't that's just how call it. You works. can't just call it. No, no, it's not. It's a bunch dude, of. It's a watched, wave of possibilities. You watch too many. What the bleep do we know? It's videos. just atoms, man, spinning around and then they form into positions. Oh, dude, the double slit experiment stuff is just new age hippie BS. Because I've actually talked to quantum physicists about it, and when they actually explain how it works, everything you're saying is like you watched a YouTube video. You have no idea what you're talking about when it comes to quantum physics. I know that the wave of possibility does collapse. What does that mean? It means that if you aren't aware of something and then you no, it believe something no. is going to be a no, certain it, way no. it has a tendency That's to actually that. completely incorrect you're talking about wave function collapse when when electron is a wave function and then it becomes a point because we can view mathematically electrons as points or as waves and wave and, and wave function collapse occurs at a certain point and we don't know when and what you're talking about is a reference to something called the double slit experiment where when we tried to measure wave function collapse we found that when we measured it we got a a particle 
uh, a, a point versus a wave. But when we stopped measuring the specific point, we got a wave and a bunch of hippies saw that and was like, whoa. So it means when you like observe stuff, it changes reality, which is not true. It meant that something we did to measure this interfered with the process, causing wave function collapse, and we don't know yes, what it is. That's my but point. But it doesn't it, it doesn't shape reality. That's but, magic mumbo jumbo. But, but when you're saying something is a certain way, that's the measurement. No, what are, what are you talking about? You like you just said when you measure something, it's altering the wave to become a certain way. No, and we don't know no. why. This Ian, is what you just said, Ian. I think that if we were to entertain your idea that Tim is kind of putting this out into the atmosphere and people are kind of picking up on it and going with it and it's creating negativity, you could also entertain the possibility that maybe he's causing a positive difference by making people aware of it and making people pay attention to what's going on in the world. If they're thinking Antifa is somebody who could come visit my house, maybe I should start watching the news. Maybe I should pay attention to what they're worried about. Maybe I should take care of my family. Maybe, you know, we should move or uh, we should take steps to just be aware of what's going on around us. So they're 100% could be a positive spin as well. Now, I don't know anything about the quantum physics, but I'm just saying, I think that if you're going to preach something into existence in that way, it could also be incredibly positive. That's my spin on it. I didn't, I don't, I don't talk about things until they happen. Well, I see you do both. You'll talk like about what? what happened and then you'll make a statement about what you think is going to happen. Right. So like Antifa goes around r- rampaging through residential neighborhoods and they attack a house and I go, oh man, it's only a matter of time before they do more. It, right. This is the right. path they're on. Right. This is what's already happening. Me watching a domino fall over didn't make the domino fall over. Me saying if that domino falls over, that one is sitting right in front of it is not manifesting it. If I sat on, on a show and started saying things like, I think in the, you know, in three years, this is exactly what's going to happen. It would be insane and never happen. Right. I'm not, pre- I'm not predicting anything a- 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 astronomical when I say a roving band of far left extremists smashed up someone's house. It's only a matter of time before they come to a neighborhood near you. You, you could argue that it's literally logical. It's, it's like logic. You're using logic and lot. The universe isn't always logical. I think you're inverting correlation and causation. And that's simply because I can see a pattern. You're assuming I created the pattern. Well, I think if you see there's multiple potential patterns and you're picking one. I think that's new age hippie mumbo jumbo and you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, the future is not written in stone. Like there's there's this thing called the secret, which is rooted in this idea that they don't know when wave function collapse occurs. Therefore, if we observe something, we change its reality and therefore we can create what, what do they call them? Dream boards or something. Where they like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Dream board you things. me this thing. Yeah, they make like a board with all the things they want on it. And then they're like, that will manifest it. Dude, I literally have people like, I, I, have, I have a friend I'm driving in LA and he's like, uh, you can just park in front of my house. I'm like, there's no parking spaces. Well, just manifest one. I was like, what? Just manifest a parking space, dude. I was like, dude, come on, man. It's not helping me find a parking space to tell me to will one <laughs> it'll into inspire existence. inspire someone to go get in their car. And- yes, because yeah, I'm not going to work. Well, it I mean, work there's something way. too you know, psychic energy. No, I'll tell you what there's something to is pattern recognition. And if you're, re- if you have a really good memory and you're good at math and you're good at pattern recognition, you can predict the future and you can use it to be successful. No one's flawless. You can predict potential futures. I agree with that. And, and if you have a tendency be- to be correct, you'll be successful. Yeah. Yeah. That's called proven the math principle. But it doesn't mean that it's all, it doesn't mean that there's only one future and that you tapped that one. Of course. There's billions, right. infinite futures. Right. Yeah. So the point is I can only do what I can do. And me saying something, sure, it's influential, but it's not manifesting anything. And me pointing something out isn't making Antifa be like, I know, Tim Pool's right. We should go do all these things. They're already doing it. 
I mean, I just, this, I can't make this argument. It's insane for me to even go down that road. I know how ridiculous this last 20 minutes has sounded. Oh, that sounds fun to me. It's a hilarious. I've, I've, awesome. I've, I've seen so many people talk about the secret. Do you guys ever see that? I only know that because of that bling ring girl. Bling ring girl? Yeah, remember the teenagers that were breaking into all the, the celebrities' homes a while back? They made a movie about it. Your doppelgangers no. in it. Oh, what? No. <laughs> I gotta look it up now. Uh, but the mom was really into the secret, and I just remember seeing it on that. The secret, it's like, if you wake up and will it to happen, it will happen. And it's like, dude, there's two things. There's positive mental attitude, and there's focusing on your goals. These are not magic. It's like... If you wake up and think to yourself, I want to do X, you're more likely to do it because you're thinking about doing it. If you're not thinking about playing chess, you're not going to play chess. Right. And if you wake up and you think civil war is going to happen today, you might subconsciously be leading people towards it. The problem with that argument or, or just the general idea is what should anyone do? I, I think that all of this takes away the fact that people have free will. Mm. And even if you tell somebody to go do something directly... That it's still up to them whether they're, whether or not they want to do that. And I think that all of this like willing stuff into existence just kind of takes away people's agency and the fact that people are responsible for their own actions. I also I think know. it takes away a lot of nuance because so many different people are affected by millions of different things, like how literally how much they ate for breakfast this morning. That affects your mood. That affects your willingness to be aggressive. Like nobody ever thinks about this stuff, but it's more than one thing. Maybe we're all in one big simulation. Yes. <laughs> it's all just a big game. Do I wake up soon? And, uh, you know, I, I had this really funny thought. I think we may have talked about it where I'm like, what if the simulation, the goal is just to make automatic entertainment? So, like, think about it. We have a formula for sitcoms, right? It's, it's like, dude, you can take any one of these trash sitcoms like Big Bang Theory. Have you ever seen Big Bang Theory with no laugh track? These no. viral videos? It's horrible. So it's like uh, they d they did uh, Seinfeld with no laugh track and Friends with no laugh track. Actually, I don't. I think Seinfeld had a laugh track, and it's not funny at all. It, the shows never were. I mean, actually, Seinfeld was pretty good, but Big Bang Theory. It's like the guy walks in and he goes, "Are you playing checkers?" And that's it. There's the silence. Ugh. And the guy goes, "What?" Then dead silence because they just throw in random laughter to make you laugh. So anyway. My idea is we know how to make sitcoms. The plot is irrelevant. Just throw in some random laugh tracks, write some random garbage jokes, and congratulations, Simpsons on what, season 30 or something? Yeah. Is a it really 30, I think? AI is writing music. Have you heard the AI right, right. music? Well, so here's my point. Sim si si simulation theory or simulism. What if an advanced race was like, we're going to make a an entertaining show about the 21st century. So they wrote an AI to just generate random human interaction and they have like a slider bar where they're like we told the ai to make interesting things and then you know just let it go and then people watch the funny conversations so like there's people watching the simulation on their tvs at home like oh season 20 is on donald trump's president this is great <laughs> it's like everything's crazy 2020 makes no sense these guys are trying to kidnap a governor come on this is a plot of some tv show like it's being automatically generated we're all in it Congratulations, you're the stars. Actually, no, we're probably ancillary characters no, at, at we're best. Huge star right now, if there's a hundred plus thousand people watching, we're starring in it right now. Not at least for funny. some people. No, dude, we're 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 ran in the background. Yeah, Donald Trump's the, the main character. Like right now, the people who are watching at home, the simulation, are watching Donald Trump take a dump on a golden toilet. Right now, <laughs> literally in the universe, this show is live and 
it's probably one of the more popular things being watched by humanity. Have you played Fallout 3? I was just playing Fallout 4 downstairs. Okay, in Fallout 3, you know you have apocalyptic radio or whatever? Yeah. He's not the main character. He's just a radio guy. And you can hear him sometimes. That's what we are. Donald Trump's the star of the AI show. He's the funny guy. He's the sitcom character. All right? Everyone's laughing, and he's president, and he's like, orange. you know, yeah, he's orange and, you know, bumbling around, doing crazy stuff, and peace deals, and, you know, Joe Biden, oh, Joe, I'm coming for you. I think it's not a sim not a simulation necessarily, but we're simulating our sens our sensory organs are sim making simulated ex experience, like ones and zeros. So it's all, it's all touch. Like we say, it's sense, smell, hearing, sight, but it's all just forms of touch. It's all like vibration on a, on a sensor. I think everything is so absurd that the funniest thing about this like simulation talk, which has been getting more and more popular, yeah. is that it's just like, it's a more complicated version of religion. You know? Do you think like, God is real? I do. Yeah. I believe in God. What do you think it is? God? Uh, I wouldn't know how to describe it. A higher, a higher entity or power, you know, there's a long conversation in talking about what God is, but I think it's really interesting that you have, you know, uh, God's plan and, you know, his will and humans free will. And it's very much like you could, you could actually correlate the idea of simulation theory alongside some like aspects of religion. Do you think God is real? Yeah. What do you think it is? I, I don't know. <laughs> this is a whole conversation. Yeah. This is like too broad of a question, like, dude. Yeah. You've seen the cosmic microwave background radiation. Have you ever seen this stuff? I haven't seen it. I've read about With it. Like uh, radio telescopes, they they measure this big web of energy that looks like it's left over from the Big Bang. This yeah. is one that we've experienced. And it looks like it's arcing through planetoids and causing like your heart beats. There's like an electrical current going through your body in, in this rhythm. I think that's God or that God is that that's some sort of I don't of think you can even think what God is. That's the thing. Let, 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 me, let me tell you something. We share a planet with ants. Ants will never know what a highway is. Okay. Dogs and humans diverged in evolution not really that long ago. We're very similar in a lot of ways. In fact, you can see the whites of a dog's eyes because we symbiotically, uh, you know, uh, sort of evolved over time. I, I would say that they actually evolved to work with us and we were always kind of the same. Even though dogs are mammals, have hair, have nails, can vocalize sort of raw, you know. You can't tell a dog what a highway is. So think about the difference between a human. I mean, not even that. Think about the difference between a human and a chimp. Okay. Like relatively similar in, in terms of DNA. Uh, you can't tell a chimp how quantum mechanics works. Not all. I mean, so, so think about how closely we, re we related, closely related we are to other animals. And you could never explain a basic concept like a pulley system. Now try and tell me that you can think about whatever God is. <laughs> not going to happen, dude. Well, it's interesting that you bring this up, and I think your parallel is kind of close, but there were a few times when God actually showed himself in the Bible, in the Christian tradition, and do you know what happened to the people that he showed himself to? Didn't their heads explode? They died. Yeah. They fell over dead. Um, It was no contest, no question. There were no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They died. There's, there's no room in the human mind for what God is, even in the Bible. So whatever your comprehension of God is, I think that it's fair to say. It's like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones. <laughs> yes. When she's like, exactly I want like to that. know. And then she's like, no, it's too much. What, and then her head explodes. Noah, or whatever. Didn't Noah get talked to by God? So uh, Moses went up and he got the 12 commandments, um, but he did not see God. He saw God in a form in the, ver in yeah. the burning bush. The so burning bush. a very small form Which of like showing God that he was there. Was the acacia plant 
I don't know what people plant think it that was. it was this this acacia plant that you breathe and you start. It's like a psychedelic. You're saying he was tripping? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. Yeah, Moses was you're, tripping. You ever tried DMT? Oh, I'm yes, kidding. I'm I have. Kidding. It's amazing. Tim Rogan. <laughs> no. Highly recommend. He's the one who talked about tripping. He but I didn't do it. a lot. I just took a puff. Um, they say, take it in and just hold it in as long as you can. But I was like, ah, it's not, not really how it works. So I just took a puff and I saw gravity, man. I Ooh. saw the dude across from me and I just saw him sinking. And I was like, whoa, we are getting pulled down right now. And <laughs> we're totally desensitized to it. You're but that DMT it. like freed me from that desensitization for a moment. I think it's, I've always had funny conversations with people who are like, you got to try, you know, psilocybin or psychedelics. And I'm like, dude, you only think that because you did and it alters your mind in that way. And so you think like I, I've had people tell me that they did shrooms. They could like understand truth and they truly saw. And I'm like, yes, you're altering your brain chemistry, dude. I was like, I can see truth. I can understand things. No, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. Like, dude. Your brain is different. My brain is different. We both think we know things. Just because you did shrimp doesn't change that fact. But I think the uh, the DMT thing is funny. You know, DMT is amazing. Your brain creates it out of the pineal gland. It like secretes it when you sleep, when you you dream or whatever. Yeah, it's mm, interesting. I think I it's that. maybe responsible for the dream state in general. So now it just makes Kamala Harris seem so in- insignificant. <laughs> this whole debate thing. It's like we yeah. have this debate thing. It's like. I, I love talking about God, but I'm down to talk about the debate. The what fly. Do you, yeah, what do you want to do? Let's talk about the fly. Uh, I, yeah, let's talk yes. about the fly. <laughs> the star of the show. Yeah. The fly. So there's like a viral photo of Trump and Hillary and they have flies on their faces too. And Obama, yeah. Yeah, and Obama. There's a video of Obama killing the fly with his bare hand too. What a jerk. Whoa. Yeah. What a psycho like, killer. That's pretty gross actually. Yeah. Everybody was like, yeah. And I was like, someone no. should Someone should make a video where... Uh, Kamala has like a, a lizard tongue. Oh, oh no. no, I actually have that meme on my phone. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Somebody, somebody sent it to me a couple That's hours amazing. ago. Lizard people. She's a lizard, it. and her tongue. Dude, I love. His head. Oh, I love gosh. the lizard people conspiracy theory because it was based on the fact that internet video was bad. For real, like there were like there were old videos on YouTube where they were like, "Look at this video. Watch right here," and they would play it. Right there, you can see Hillary transform into a lizard, and it was artifacting. When, like, the video quality just goes bad and, like, Glitches and I'm like, dude, bit, yeah. you're watching a Flash video. It's the year is 2005. Calm down. <laughs> I have a theory on the lizard people. They're actually lizards and they live underground? Well, I think you're back in the day when, whatever, humanity split and a bunch of people went north and to the, to the tundra and they couldn't grow crops anymore. So they had to start hunting. And in order to hunt, they acted all lizard like. <laughs> what are you talking like, about? They have to like act like, Dude, like there's, wild, like there's crazy, no, bloodthirsty. There's killers. no evolution in the past five thousand years. It must that have been turned humans that, into though. lizards. And so they had to hunt all the time, and they hunted, and then they Bro. came back south, and they killed. And this is like the white people, basically. No, no, they, no. And so they're they're accessing their lizard brain to kill the actual the killer the instinct. Actual conspiracy theory is that there was a super intelligent species of dinosaur. That fled underground when the meteor hit the earth. Hollow earth. It's not hollow. They live in caves. And so they were very smart. So they started developing subterranean civilizations that have been around for millions of years longer than humanity. It's not a hollow earth. It's just literally like underground. And so then now that they're subterranean, they can't go. They, they've, they've, they, they're too light sensitive, so they can't leave underground. So they created the Denver airport, which was moved so they could have, yes. that's, that's the whole conspiracy. Makes sense. And then, you know, dude, it's just, these stories are fascinating and fun, but just, 
you, you'd wish for them to be true just so life would be exciting. And that's what I think most, most of it is. Life is boring. It's routine. Donald Trump is president. I guess everyone's satisfied for the time being and all these weird conspiracies have kind of gone away. But it's just not real. The Iron Sky sequel is about the lizard people. Highly oh, recommend yeah. it. The lizard people. It's it's ridiculous. What is that? That, that? Is that the one where the Nazis went to the moon? Yeah, but this is a sequel, <laughs> and the sequel is about the the underground lizard people. Oh, and it's all cool. like the politicians and stuff. Sweet. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's great. I gotta look it up. <laughs> now, 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 it just feels like can we? Uh, we're we're gonna talk about the debate, but yeah, now it's just like. Talking about magnetics. <laughs> that's the real magic I mean, in the talking, of, talking about uh, Mike Pence arguing with Kamala Harris seems so so insignificant now. Well, what's talking I about the lizard people? The debate, Let's talk too. about the debate. Yeah, Come on. Who do you guys think won? Okay, obviously there's no winner or loser. You thought oh, there's a winner. Oh, yeah, I there's loved a winner. Pence. Pence I loved him. I thought he Easily. was great. He was normal. He was presidential. He was just like classic presidential debate. Like it was, I loved it. Yeah. Normalcy. I, I, have, I, have, I have a question. Yes. Can can who who told Hillary Clinton and Kamala Harris that the appropriate thing to do would be to smile widely and massive smile and laugh when asked serious questions? Yeah, they're condescending and they learned nothing from 2016. Obviously, it's, it's infuriating when when someone's like, "We had 380 thousand people die due to the failures of the VA, and that was under Biden." <laughs> oh my god! Like, ah, ah. <laughs> Stop. Oh. Someone tweeted at me that she was like an HR manager. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Queen HR manager. I feel, I think she hates Biden, man. I think that's why oh, she's dude, laughing. Oh, dude, she hates Biden. She hates him and hates what she's doing and the, like baking. Look, the most important thing to know is that everything she said, if, if I was Pence and like someone was interviewing me and they were like, well, you know, in your discussion, Kamala Harris said, you know, X, Y, and Z, I'd say, well, as you know, it was a debate. And that means everything she said was completely irrelevant because yeah. it was a debate. Indeed. It was a debate. And therefore, <laughs> she doesn't mean anything she says. Yeah. He's because it was a debate. More meme-y. Yeah. I thought you were right when you said that at the end, he was very nice when he responded to that girl. It was so sincere. I loved it. And then, Who? Wait, which girl? The, the write-in question. Oh, right, right, the right. student, the eighth grader. What was the name? What was her name? I forget. Breckenridge or something? Yeah. But he he remembered the name Berkman? and he was bring he kept saying her name and like it was very personal and it was very sincere and off the cuff, and then Kamala did hers and she was just like vote Biden, ha. <laughs> did you know that if you divide twenty twenty by six 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 you get three o three three o. We crunch the numbers. It's true. That's what you someone tweet. someone super chatted that. Oh, that's what you text to Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like uh, a text number. Do you think it's all uh, a, a magnetic? No, 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 it's all connected. no, no, I refuse. I think it is. I just, you know, I got to be honest, man. Uh, I think the debate was totally meaningless. It's like all these debates are, are people like my guy won. Mm-hmm. No, my know. guy I, won. I liked it. And I think that it was a nice contrast to you have Trump, who's a madman and throwing red meat to his base and being fiery and funny. And then you had Pence, who was serious and classic, and it was like a timeless debate. Like it was, he he held himself well. He he was polite, and I thought that it was uh, a nice change of pace from the politics that we see, which is constantly mudslinging this, and like um, just so aggressive. I felt like we went to a time machine yeah. back to like the 90s or the 2000s. I found it comforting. It was like a, too. like a comfort blanket. I felt that. Kamala, Kamala <laughs> yeah, Harris I isn't, Kamala Harris is not a return to normal. No. Yeah. She is a 
intersectionality, racism, far left, all of these things. And Mike Pence is your boring old traditional conservative. Yeah, but I think that a lot of people like seeing that. I, I know. Mean, things I, have I gotten so crazy. We have freaking plague and riots and all this <laughs> insanity this year. And then you have Pence who comes and he's very reassuring. He's very positive. His message was uplifting. Um, and I think that's a nice thing for people to see. I think people underestimate these these politicos, how important showing strength is in terms of who uh, gets elected. So for Mike Pence to be like, I'm not going to stop talking no matter who's yelling at me, and I'm just going to keep saying whatever I want and talk to the hand, it showed that he, uh, Pence doesn't back down. Yeah, but and, he did it in a way that was graceful, whereas Kamala was like, I'm speaking, I'm speaking, and she's like... Rehearsed. like So scripted. It was just so over-the-top aggressive, like she was trying to create a meme. Mm -hmm. She wanted to be yep. like... A, a it was scripted moment it was totally planned i'm yeah. speaking yeah i'm speaking yeah she wanted to be a gif right yeah. right right <laughs> whatever you know but this, this I, I got I, this is the problem i think we need a mix of trump and pence yeah i think because because i want someone who's going to be like oh oh you're speaking did your did your uh speech writer you know plan that one for you is this part of your your bit i can oh what's that oh someone made it someone made a meme already congratulations we Kamala. Need Rick? Rick of Rick and Morty. Oh, Rick Sanchez. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, some some quick wit. Mm -hmm. I'm just sick of the fake, you know, and I, I think Mike Pence brought normalcy back. He's calm, rational. He thanked, you know, Kamala for her kind words on, on the president's health and congratulated her for, you know, making it where she did and all that stuff. And it was very, very straight laced traditional American politics. Yeah, it was classic. Yeah, but I, I, I just can't we get a little, little little bit more, but not too much into Trump space. You know what I mean? So, you know who I thought I was thinking would have been perfect was somebody like Tulsi, because one of the things that I've thought for a really long time about her is that even though I disagree with a lot of her policies, I always thought that you would be able to sit down with her and talk to her about something that you disagreed with her on. And you would end up probably agreeing to disagree. But then she would take your she would take your opinion under advisement and be like, okay, I kind of see where you're coming I from. I love her. I do too. <laughs> I was like, I think that's a perfect type. Of I person. want her and Massey to have a bipartisan ticket in 2024. Ooh, and I will do, I will like quit my job to campaign for it. Ooh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Not really. Sorry. Mom. You've talked a lot about Massey. What is he, what's his deal? I don't know much about him. He's great. He's just, he's a, a almost like a Rand Paul kind of, um, figure, except he's also pro WikiLeaks. Um, him and Tulsi have a bill in there right now condemning the arrest of Julian Assange. He's always speaking about like individual liberty. He came out and defended Kyle Rittenhouse, which was very bold. Wow. Um, I just, I think he's great. He's my, he's in my top three right now. Yeah. He's <laughs> I, have, I have a crazy idea for Trump. You, you see, you see that kind of like tirade he went on about indicting Obama and everything. Mm -hmm. right he was he was being interviewed and he was like, "What's Bill Barr doing?" I, I, I'm like, "We've got all this evidence and all this information. Make some arrests." And Bill Barr's like, "No, we need more. It's going to be better. We got bigger fish to fry." Trump just pardon Assange and Snowden. You know, it, just like there you go. That'll 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 piss him off. I mean, I've been saying this for years, but who are his biggest enemies? The deep state and the fake news. If he wants to stick it to the fake news and to the deep state all at once, pardon Assange. There's nobody that the media hates more than a truth teller who brings the receipts and shows people actual documents. Nothing that he's said has ever had to been, be retracted or corrected. Um, and he's he's been fighting the same people who tried to take Trump down. This, yeah. Like his that's his entire 
I mean, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying, like, Trump, if you're getting antsy and you're getting angry because you, you know, you want, you want karmic justice, we'll call it that, then pardon Assange and Snowden. And I will, I have told people this for years too. If he pardons Julian Assange, I will go and get a Trump tattoo and live stream (laughs) it. That would be so much fun. I will live stream it. That's the only one. I'm not saying I would, but I think other people would do it. No, no. Okay, look, hold on. This is what I can't understand. You've got the likes of, you know, Glenn Greenwald and many other anti-war leftists who still refuse to acknowledge that Trump has given them some things. Yeah. So uh, the Middle Eastern peace deals, withdrawing troops, it's like not good enough for any of these people. Mm. Glenn Greenwald, I think, you know, crop dusts it. He gets close as possible to being like, you know, this is pretty good of Trump, but he can't because the intercept is still like orange man bad. Yeah. He goes on Tucker and stuff, though, and has nice conversations. I think the rest of his organization, though, is just tds Mm -hmm. like these stupid articles that they're like it's just it's the same garbage you'll read in any one of these lefty publications i think they should just go all in and be like the establishment democrats are awful warmongers imperialists and the the never trumpers who joined them are the refugees of the of the of the former republican party that trump took over that's the other thing kamala did last night that drove me crazy she uh she was bragging about having all these bushies backing her. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, we were like, when I was on the left, if a candidate had said this stuff as like a bragging right, I would have been like, bye, I am done. I would have I would have walked out the door and been like, all right, what's up? People party. <laughs> Seriously. I think uh, I think it's possible Trump loses, but I think it's impossible that uh, the establishment wins in 2024. Mm. Unless, of course, they ban everyone from YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. I think Buttigieg has a shot. I don't like him at all. Me neither. I immediately got bad vibes because Bill Crystal's new blog um, came out and like they they were publishing tons of puff pieces about him. And I was like, oh, God, he's he's a closet neocon. Like this is the only explanation for (laughs) Bill Crystal's website to be going this hard for any candidate. The neocons in the establishment, establishment Republican Party ran with their tails between their legs when Trump took over and it wasn't supposed to happen. And they banged on the door of the Democrats saying, you know us, we're friends. And the Democrats like, oh, you poor things come inside. And now they got all of them lined up, all aligned. I love it when when they announced that, you know, Joe Biden was getting endorsed by all these these Republicans and like intelligence assets, like I'm sorry, intelligence uh, agents. And I'm like, this is the greatest endorsement for Donald Trump I've ever seen. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like these people. Like, I, I don't understand how. The, the activists left from 10 years ago were like the FBI's, you know, unconstitutional, the, the NSA warrantless wiretapping and all these awful things. And now they're like, woo, go FBI. Yeah. It's like, now I'll, I'll be fair. When it comes to the FBI arresting like these wing nuts and stuff, like I'll, I'll, I give price what prices do. I'm just saying, how can the left be so anti, like anti intelligence agency and anti government and now sing all the praises for all these people? And then they're like, but Trump is the government. It's like, Trump is one guy in, in, in the office of the president, and he's got every single one else against him. And, it, you know, I just they these people have uh, uh, they're acting on pure raw emotion. They have nothing behind what their ideas actually are. And so I don't know what else you can you do. So 
I, so basically, all the Bush, the warmongers, I don't know. Okay, so apparently there's a deep state and there's a shadow government, and they're two different things. I've been listening to this. Kevin Kevin Ship, I think is his Ooh. name. He's a CIA. Shadow government? Yeah, there's a thing called the shadow government and a thing called the CIA. And they're <laughs> the, CIA? The, no, not the CIA, the deep state. I know about that and one. And one's an American thing, and then the other one's like a global organization. I don't believe any of that. I, well, it's according to the CIA guy, and he's like, they're, yeah. they're everywhere. They know everything. They do everything. If you wonder what's going on, it's this. The deep state is just a reference to the fact that if... If, like Bill Clinton appoints someone to run the FBI, that person stays in that job typically through multiple presidencies. Right. They're unelected. Yeah. They're, they're unelected uh, people working in government who have control and stay there. So I, th- I can't remember who it was, but it was actually one of, one of the heads of these intelligence agencies says, like, well, we don't call it the deep state. We just call it permanent government. So Bush's deep state just basically was still there when Obama came in and then they just got their tentacles into Obama. And then like Obama, fi- Obama fired a ton of people and brought in, you know, like loyalists and stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember the exact number that he fired, but like no one cared. The media was like, oh, we don't care. Like all of the anti-war stuff stopped when Obama won because they're like, that's it. Pack it in. We won. You know, we never cared in the first place. So, you know, and they just kicked up their spying organ, like Clapper lying under oath. That yeah, still, I know. To this day drives me nuts that yeah. he didn't get any pure, pure did you, impunity did, for that. Do you see Trump retweet that meme of Chris Farley screaming for the love of God, arrest someone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, 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 what can he do? He's, he's relying on Bill Barr. And, but, but I'll tell you this. I really don't like the idea of an October surprise. Like if Bill Barr waits until the week before the election to launch like mm-hmm. a wave of indictments, I'm going to roll my eyes and be like, ugh. I'll still be happy to see people indicted. I want to see some like heads roll <laughs> at that I point. Mean, yeah. I'm like, you so, guys want to cry? Let's give you something to cry about. I don't care who it is. Throw someone in jail. <laughs> for, but for, for what? For what specifically? Anything. I just want to see. <laughs> I want Hillary, to see. Hillary Clinton was caught with a with an ounce of pot. <laughs> yes. I wanna, Straight to jail. No, because we've had a bunch of Trump people getting screwed. They're yeah. they're going to jail. They're losing mm-hmm. their houses. Flynn, Roger Stone, all these people. I don't care who it is. I want one of these people. To be thrown in jail. I want, I want them to throw away the key. I don't care if it's yeah. because they Believe were speeding on the highway. Like, I just want one of them thrown in jail so that we can say, ha we got one of yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't care. I would, what did, did Hillary actually break the law? Do you know? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 I would like to see her on trial. Well, well, Not hold on, hold on. She's very, she's very clever about how things went down. And so I, I, first, let, let me just say, Deleting the emails, erasing public records, smashing cell phones and stuff. Technically, those were other people who did all that. Hmm. And she feigns ignorance. So there's there's I think if you if there was a proper investigation of her, you'd be able to get her on tons of crimes. That's my personal opinion. I mean, you look at what the Clinton Foundation, like all this money that was coming in. How is that allowed? Like, I'm going to I'm going to be in this. I'm going to be a secretary of state and I'm going to launch a nonprofit that takes money from foreign governments. Like, I don't care what you do with the money. I don't care if you're using it to build houses for the homeless. Working in government while having a nonprofit takes money from other governments is insane. Right. Yeah. Dude, I'm kind of getting mixed feelings. Like, the French Revolution, they just started chopping people's heads off. Yeah, storming the Bastille. Like, 20 people (laughs) a day. They'd march them into the center of Paris and beat the drums. And it it was like terror. My favorite painting in the whole world is a woman outside the Bastille, and she's holding up a sword, and she's ready to cut some heads off. Yeah, but you know, we don't don't want any of that. I don't want that. No, I don't want it. I'm just saying that. But, that was the one cool thing the French did. I'm, I, I'm not a fan of the French. No, I don't. I don't think it was cool. I, 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 I understand the idea of overthrowing a tyrannical government, all this stuff. I would, I would actually say the one cool thing is when the Americans said, "F your government, we got our own. Do something about it." And then 
told him to F off and won. I don't like the French Revolution because the French Revolution was like random people, mob justice running around, chopping off random heads. Yeah, kind of devolved fun. into that. The yeah. American Revolution was but straight up like... they put him on pikes and walked him through town. That's kind of cool. And aren't you like all about cults and stuff? I think yeah, you should... You should love uh, cults. People What's are going to be like, cult? cult? Oh, Heaven's Gate. Hands down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hail Hands Bob. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Wow, so great, you guys. So cool. I commissioned a painting of Marshall Applewhite, their leader, uh, and it's hanging internet. in my bedroom. Oh. <laughs> do you think, uh, I guess we're off the internet we'll for a moment, on. but uh, no, do, you, do you think of the, the Epstein thing as a cult, that, that group of people, like no, the Ghislaine well, Maxwell and that... I guess technically, but I'm not really into sex cults. I like death cults. I'm really into like Jonestown, Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate's the best one because they have no children. They still have that website. Oh, they were eunuchs. The website's still running. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, Marshall Applewhite got them all to go to Mexico and do a little chop chop. Oh, man. Yeah, (laughs) they all cut their hair off too because they thought that gender was useless. Because they were aliens. Oh, okay. Because they were aliens. Yeah. I love it. Wow. But it's cool. It's the best it was the best cult. I could jo- talk about them all day. I interviewed did, did, them. Did you read about the Nixium stuff? Yeah, but again, I don't really like sex cults. I think that they're a little boring. All right, so what other cults are there? Um, well, there's lots. There was one called Lightning Amen out in California when I lived there, and I wanted to join it so I could write a book about them, but my daughter's dad wouldn't let me, and I was re- I'm still upset to this day, actually. <laughs> they still exist? Well, they don't. He died a few years ago, but oh. he existed when I lived there. And they used to come into the bar. I was a bartender for a little bit on the side. And uh, they used to come in there and I would like pour them really strong margaritas and be like, tell me all the things. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They amazing. were very interesting. What was their, What was it all about? Um, well, some of them were former members of the Manson family. And then they all like fled to the desert in California after, you know, the family broke up. And they started following this guy named who went by Lightning Amen, and he had long hair, and he he said he was Jesus, and they wore like white robes and stuff. It was pretty cool. (laughs) How many how many how many cults are active like right now? There's not as many, and I think that's because of social media. I think that people find community online. So so there's more. Yeah, there's more. Technically, yeah, but there's not as many like communes and death cults as there used to be. You know, I think I think there are a lot of Trump supporters that are very culty. But I think most people who are like right are not in yeah. any way. Like, you know, if, if you talk to any if you're your average like Trump supporter, they're probably going to be like, you know, he, he's got this one wrong. It's like they'll, they'll be nuanced about it. They understand. But there are a, there's an element of people. Right. The, the issue then is the left starts screaming that all of Trump supporters are in a cult because they don't actually know what Trump supporters are talking about. Yeah. So that, there's this viral tweet that's like, so uh, long story short, uh, he lied to you and encourage you to live recklessly and you still support them you're in a cult and i'm like that's that tweet is a perfect example of someone who has no idea what the left or the right is actually talking about because people on the right criticize trump all the time right there's some people who never do but anyway i bring this up because the left is a cult that's like the biggest cult now it's like a cult formed they have they have priests and they have wild conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean they'll talk about QAnon all day and be like they gotta get banned QAnon's so so dangerous is they're a cult I I don't know enough about QAnon. I, Q, Q is not a cult. Q is a conspiracy. I think thing. that it's it's got a large following. I don't I won't know if I would call it a cult. But they they're constantly screaming that the right is all conspiracy theorists and dangerous. But their conspiracy theories are worse, mainstream, <laughs> crazier, yeah. and it's yeah they're being like enabled by the media. Yep, it's terrifying. But it's, be- it's because the me- members of the media are in the cult. Yeah. This this cult started, and because 
they infiltrated media, there's no stopping it. You think it's many cults or one big one? One big cult. What's, what would you call it? The cult of intersectionality. Oh, wow. Yeah. They believe in saying things that make no sense. They, they, uh, the reason I would say it's a cult, not a religion, although some people say religion, non-theistic religion is better. I'm like, man, it's culty because of the punishment aspect of it. You know, because of like, you know, the, the, the uh, whipping and punishing, you know what I mean? Flagellation, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go that far, but it, yeah, basically, I, you, you step out of line and they start hitting you. Cancel culture. Exactly. I exactly. think that cults have to be kind of inherently left in most cases because you have to be very collectivist. And I think that the right is too individualistic and focused on personal freedom and personal um, individuality. What, what, are, what are the elements of a cult? Um, well, you have to have a set of beliefs. Usually there's a leader. Um, and some, I don't know, I guess it depends because there's a lot of different kinds of cults. You know, you do, you have sex cults that are based around sex and, uh, usually some kind of figurehead, but also doomsday cults also usually have a figurehead. It's, they vary. They're all very different. I don't think you can say that like all cults have a certain formula. Then how would you know a cult? You know what I mean? Like, what when you look at a group of people, how do you know it's a cult? Well, um, I don't know. I think that there's it. It very much depends. Like people said that the um, Waco that the Branch Davidians were a cult. Other people argue that they were just religion and that they were doing Bible study. Um, but they did live in a commune. They did have you know marriages within the group. Um, I don't know. I think that there's a, there's a very fine line between religion and cult, and I think that that is yeah. a hard thing to define. Yeah, because there's uh, – it's been – Antifa and the far left intersectionalists have been described by some very smart individuals as a non-theistic religion. Right. Meaning they, there's no god, but they operate it's, – it's almost like a faux religion in the sense where you, you, you have everything but the nucleus. Right. You know, there's no – real doctrine there's wow. no real unifying ethos other than these weird nebulous ideas that kind of flicker and change on a whim but they all know what they're in and they all bow to it yeah and, they and they're kind priests. of leader leaderless right now which is bizarre well they, they have priests they, yeah but they don't have like a central like biden's certainly not yeah right, right, right. central figure they don't have any any real solid central figurehead that they all like i mean bernie, bernie could have been but imagine failed. imagine if bernie just embraced the cult you yeah. know and then like put on a black robe and was like i am bernie sanders <laughs> and i am the democratic party <laughs> yeah. no it was it was because they, they i think they, they they struck too soon the the far left was was growing and becoming more powerful and they, sh they should have shut up for one more term and then they, they would have just instantly taken over the Democrats. And, you know, now now I think they're not going to. I've been waiting for another Jonestown, to be honest, because um, when Jim Jones went to Guyana and brought all his followers there before they drank the Kool-Aid and all that, his goal was to create a perfect communist utopia. And, communist. Yeah. These people are crazy. And then and that was the goal. And it was working well for a little while. They had people who were running farms. They had their own currency. They they were very much involved in making it work and they wanted it to be this beautiful um diverse communist utopia but then it started crumbling because you know jim jones started doing a lot of drugs <laughs> and the women that he was with 
um, were also doing a lot of drugs and it, it all started to crumble and they became very paranoid and very afraid of the U.S. government and afraid of um, outside interference. So when a member of Congress went down there and wanted to and some people told him that they wanted to escape, they killed him and it set wow. off the whole chain of events, which wow. led to what, 956 people dying or something. And that video the Kool-Aid. is that, on YouTube of them drinking that. Have you ever watched that video? Oh, I've watched everything. <laughs> of the screaming women as they take their babies away from them. It's all audio. Well, they force them to do it. They, they, well, they made the chil they forced the children. Um, so the parents had to give their children, it was flavor aid, not Kool Aid. I don't know how Kool Aid, like, stole that one. This, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they, they gave the cups to the parents. The parents had to kill their children and then they had to kill themselves. And the people who didn't, um, cooperate, ended up being shot by Whoa. the guards and stuff. Wow. But I think it was nine nine hundred and fifty six people. And their deaths were pretty violent. It was pretty pretty sad. What kind of poison was it? Uh I forget what it was. It was cyanide. It was, I'm yeah. not hundred percent sure though. I think it was a mix of uh phenobarbitol or something. Barbital. Yeah, barbital. Yeah. And yeah. then what, what, who, cyanide. Did this I guy forget. like I'd have what, to look but what was his intention? Was he just crazy? Well Jim Jones? Yeah, <laughs> but this is why he's one of the most famous cult leaders, but people always say he's the best one. And I don't think he was the best one. I think he was the worst. But uh, he just he wanted power. He wanted communism because he wanted to be at the top of the communist chain. Mm. And so he had all these women. He had all these adoring followers. And I think at first he started out wanting to do the right thing. He wanted, you know, he worked. I believe he was a pastor. Um, he was you know, a well-liked guy in his community. People really adored him. He was well-spoken, charismatic. And I think that he wanted to do good things. And then he, it shifted and he had some power and the power went to his head and that mixed with drugs, fatal combination. Do you find drugs per permeate like all the cults or most no. of them? There's some, but not all. But what about sex with people's wives? Oh no! I guess Hailbop. No, didn't. yeah, Heaven's Gate. They didn't. They were anti-sex. So. Wait, did they get castrated? Is that the one? Yeah. That was that the only one. Well, or? they didn't all castrate. I think only like twelve of them did. Oh, out of how many? Uh, I think they had twenty-six, but oh. I could be wrong. Thirty-one, maybe. That's weird. Two of them are still alive. I interviewed them a couple years Whoa. ago. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. They stayed behind to run the website. Yes, they stayed behind yeah. to run the web run the website. I remember because we looked up the website one night. Yeah. I was like, this and what, is still and, around. And, and what are they? What are they thinking about it? They think that they're here doing what they were told to do for the cause. Oh, they still believe. They yeah. stay because they were told to stay. To run the website. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So do they They think the people are on the comet, like traveling the universe or something? Yeah, and they're going to meet up with them later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Wow. I, I nice. really like them. I think that they're a very pleasant cult. Very pleasant? <laughs> yeah, compared to like jonestown where yep. they killed all the babies everybody in heaven's gate was over 25 i believe they were there on so, their own free will and they really truly believed they were aliens like i'm not mad good for you guys maybe they they're are aliens. Maybe they were. so you know what we do yeah. we, we we just slowly start seeding into the leftist intersectional cult weird alien beliefs mm -hmm. just slowly over time so that we can turn everything they believe into just like worshiping aliens so they go off yes. to like mind their own business and leave everyone else alone 
Dude, that was another part of smoking DMT is my buddy really looked like an alien. Like a gray <laughs> yeah, alien. Yeah, you were like, tripping, we bro. We really look yeah. like aliens, dude. I'm a firm believer that octopuses are aliens. I think you Why? Right. Why? <laughs> They're so smart. Like, Why are they aliens? I, I really believe this. Yeah. <laughs> um, their DNA is completely different. They can do all kinds of crazy things. They're shapeshifters. So cool. They're smart. They have like they're they're outrageous. They're they're aliens. There's no other explanation. They're far away from There's aliens. nothing with no other explanation. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing There's none. With similar DNA on this planet. No, I get into this all the time with people. Everybody thinks I'm nuts. But um, yeah, I think that they were maybe on a comet or something, crashed into the earth, went into the oceans. They were like, okay, cool. That's possible because we'll ice, like an ice comet where they were frozen into the ice oh. and then they were deposited into our oceans. Yeah, I'm a really, I. this is the one conspiracy theory where I'm completely <laughs> off the rails. I no, love dude, octopi. I love, They're awesome. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I mean, squid too, probably. Our brains, <laughs> a little deviation from that is that our brain and our brain stem, that creature thing, looks like a jellyfish kind of yeah. floating in the salt water. So like we eventually got out of the ocean. So we're, we're, we're jellyfish that created mech suits. Yeah. We're aliens too. Yeah. Cool. It's all makes hey. sense. get down with that. <laughs> right. I'll join this leftist Seriously. cult <laughs> that you form. You wouldn't, say <laughs> <a cult. laughs> you wouldn't say that about like a rat. No, they're cool. There's little brain, little jellyfish monsters piloting. Oh, yeah, they have they have backbones. We probably crawled out of the ocean and then started creating other types of jellyfish. Do you mechs. believe in souls, Cassandra? Yes. Yeah. Are are you religious? Not really. No? A little bit. What do you think a soul is? I don't know. I think it's. I don't think that our bodies are just like empty shells. We have minds. We have feelings. We have thoughts. I think that that has to be but how do you know you know that you do yeah you don't know that we do that's true what if ian's a robot oh. which i am by yeah, the way yeah this makes sense be really now. how how do you how do you know that someone else actually exists what if it's just you just playing some know. weird game no I, i'm because i exist because I exist, Tim. <laughs> you say that to me, but don't I don't believe you. Think I exist. Tim thinks that none of us exist. Oh, man. I think I exist. <laughs> I, I, think, I think, therefore, I am. Yeah, there you go. So the, the internet's still broken. Yeah, I don't know uh -huh. what's going on. I don't know, whatever. We, we got a bunch of huge super chats, because when we yeah, got into that wow. argument about the, the inflammatory. space, people were like, Argh. That manifestation? Take yeah. the money. Dude, that's deep. Yeah. I love that. I made a whole YouTube career off that stuff, basically. That was the, my th first 500 videos was about that kind of stuff. Because I would notice as I was having thousands of followers, when I would say something would happen, it would be, become more likely to happen. And I started thinking about collective consciousness. It's a cognitive bias. Maybe what we need to do is um, pre-record and then upload. But then we have, we have, we have to record early. We can oh, say whatever yeah. we want. I'm wondering if the issue isn't actually the internet, but it's the, uh, the adapter because people oh, yeah. are screwing with it or something. This is the first time. Oh. Yeah. Because no one was supposed to be using the internet at all, but people are using the internet anyway. This is about so the time. I'm, I'm going to go in. I'm going to boot everyone off. I'm changing the password. No one can use it ever again. Do it. Yeah. There you go. Um, Problem solved. This is about the time we would go into Super Chats. Is that what you're saying subconsciously? Is it 930? It is yes. 930. Yeah. yeah. It is indeed. And this is when we would Straight be taking up. your Super Chats if we yep. were connected to you. Uh, we have a bunch, but it's just like... Yeah, Should we even bother Nah, them? wait till we know. come back. Yeah. Well, we're not coming back. We're down completely. I'm frustrated. Yeah. Should we just uh, second time? Just call it early, I guess. I guess so. All right, makes well, sense. Maybe we just talked about random stuff. The internet went out several times, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah, love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there you go. We talked about Colts. Oh, uh, we're gonna have to get it fixed.
So uh, if you if you end up listening to this and you were watching on YouTube and it broke, my apologies to everybody. Uh, I don't know why the internet cut out, but I think uh, I don't think it's the internet. I think it might be our adapter. It could be the internet because the internet did cut out uh, the other day. So I need to do some network co- connection stuff. But um, I don't know. Should Mine just... cuts out when there's like crazy weather, but it's it's super nice. Out. Super nice. Yeah. 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 Oh well. We don't. Awesome. Uh, what about you, Lydia? Tell me some knowledge. I don't have any knowledge. I just kind of spitball off you guys. I don't know. I wish that we could have kind of gotten into the debate because I was reading statistics about the number of people who are convinced by the debate. It was something like 2%. Can you t- so I, I know, but he, huh? Do you know the, you know the password without saying it? Uh, I don't know. I can't type it. Okay. For the... Uh, for the other space, network. Yeah. space, yeah, the space network. Let's do it. Reach over there and type it in. Here. Will it reach? We're going into yeah, space. There we go. We are accessing our secondary network. Yes, indeed. Which is satellite. Correct. Hence the space name. This will be cool if it works. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's see if it works. Now I just want to stay off this one. I'm, I'm surprised the Wi-Fi is reaching up here. Yeah, I wasn't getting very good reception on the space network Connected. in my... In my office room. Switching to satellite broadcast. Dun, dun, dun. Ha! Let's it's not... See. No, I don't see anything yet. I mean, it says we're connected. <sighs> oh, it's because this is still... We would need to, I guess, unplug this. Uh-oh. I guess that's it. I guess we're calling a lid. A lid. <laughs> a lid? No. Sour patch lid? Maybe. There might be a chance. Do you want to go and unplug the... Computer yeah. Ethernet from just unplug the Ethernet from underneath it and then plug it back in. No, keep it unplugged. Just unplug the Ethernet cord. The gray cord, just unplug it. Yeah. Unplug. Done. 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 Now it is switching to Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is how you pronounce it in Spanish. Oh, nice. And uh, let's do this. Wi-Fi. Through it all, here's Betsy. Betsy still remains. Indeed. I think it's working. All right. <gasps> no, it's not working. No? But it will. Oh, I was going to say, we could at least say goodbye to everybody. <gasps> it's working. It's working very poorly. That's cool, though. That's cool. It says excellent connection. I don't know. Oh, look at that. I think it came back. Oh, so It came back with a really bad connection. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen. We have switched to our emergency satellite backup. I'm not, I'm, I'm not kidding. <laughs> we actually are using our, uh, it, it, dude, it's doing, it's doing okay. It's not great. Yeah. It's not great at all. It's choppy and low res, but, uh, we did it. Hey, there's still, what was that? That was, was Betsy. <laughs> Come here, Betsy. Oh, she's screaming. <laughs> yep. So, uh, for those that are, that have made it and you're online right now, uh, our internet broke. But I have set up uh, multiple contingencies, one of which is a satellite dish, and that's actually working. All right. But the upload rate's really bad, so it's actually not that bad. We can stream low res with satellite. Let's take some super chats. Yes, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. If you are listening to this somehow live because you came back, we actually record this. So the full recording is going to be up on iTunes and Spotify and all the other podcasts. You can watch that. It'll be up like almost right after we do the show. We just upload it right away. And it was good. We talked about cults. Yeah, a lot, yes. lot of, a lot of cult stuff. We just roll with it. And I'm like, well, we still have, you know, the, 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 the full podcast. So people can check that out. Dude, I'm, I'm kind of stoked that the satellite's working. Not well, but you know, well enough. Cool. 
So let's uh let's let's go for some super chats. Super chat. Super chats. We actually we actually made it. It was really it was really interesting when we were talking about all the crazy. I think we had a fun conversation. That was funny. I love it. It kind of it kind of made talking about the debates seem irrelevant. Yeah. We're talking about cults and like <laughs> people going to comets and flying away and stuff. So you know. But uh, anyway, dude, I'm actually really stoked to be forced to try out the uh, the satellite here. Just because I you know I, I never expected to use it, but it's actually it's actually working without an extender. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy, and it's it's low quality. But hey, I'll take it. Yes. If we get if we get trapped in a blizzard, we'll still be able to use satellite. All right. All right. Let's see. What we got here in some super chats. White Raven says, "Anarchical capitalists." I thought much of its economics and legal philosophy reflect anti-authoritarian interpretations of left-wing politics, such as communism, collectivism, syndicalism, mutualism, or particip- participatory economics. So anarcho-capitalists are just like, uh, what, what's that saying in Latin, let the buyer beware? Do you know that one? Sorry? Do you know the saying in Latin, let the buyer beware? I'm not familiar with the Latin phrase. It's a really fa- famous Latin phrase. And that's like, it sums up anarcho-capitalism. Like, no government, you do your thing, you freely trade, you don't hurt people. Otherwise, you get hurt, right? What's syndicism? Is that what it called? Syndicalism. Syndicalism. That's a cool that's one. Anarcho-communism. Yeah. Basically. Interesting. CVA Buck says, "Hope this gets through." Liberty Doll said last night that she wants to be on your program. You should look into her. I listened to your reply in the mornings. Logged in just long enough to post this. Hope to hear it tomorrow. Cool. Uh, the internet is really bad. It's because there's like probably a cloud passing by, mm-hmm. and then, like the stream. Cuts Thank out. you guys for sticking with us. Yeah, man. You rock. Someone think, Someone said, uh, uh, Catherine Lowe says, she is so evil, I'm 100% positive she set up her own <laughs> kidnap to frame POTUS. The guy has earrings like a true leftist. It's a hoax. I mean, these guys aren't even right wing, it seems. I think I think one guy may have been. like, he was like a, One guy was like actually like pro-Trump or something. It's so crazy that she blamed Trump. Yeah. Like immediately, I know. yeah. So cliche. Ian Hall says, soy Judas, Ian who replaced Space Jesus Adam, needs to be replaced by a cat high on the nip. You need more balance on the subjects, Gen T. Pool. Lydia's awesome and needs to assert more. I will try to do the that. The nip. Thank you for the criticism. <laughs> <laughs> the nip. Uh, yeah, so when the cats are like rolling around in catnip, it's like the cats are doing nip. I yeah. would love to get some cats on catnip on this show. I got a bunch of catnip at the house. They, they turn all red and they start rolling around. It's awesome. hilarious. Isn't it funny that like as a recreation, humans drug their cats? Oh, goodness. Yeah. We bought a whole bunch of catnip the other day and it comes in like medicinal marijuana containers. Oh, my god! And they all have different like cat. Awesome. weed names oh, i love it and they do different things like there's a sleepy time one oh my gosh it's really bad oh, i kind of felt guilty but she loves it oh, man. <laughs> we gotta try richard in texas says the guy who planned this was a leftist anarchist i pulled his social media and he has video after video of leftist anarchist propaganda then created connections to Infowars and michigan militia through email it's the charging uh, it's in the charging documents this was a setup oh snap interesting interesting let's see Ian Hall said, Lydia, mic drop. <laughs> Thanks. I don't remember what that was about. I think that was when you told Ian he was dumb. I didn't tell Ian he was dumb. <laughs> I never tell anyone they're dumb. To... <laughs> She's like, you're so dumb. No, yeah, it's not my MO. All right, let's see. I, I want to I make sure I don't miss any of the... Uh, we had we had some... some yeah, I want to hear what you guys think about manifestation. Because oh, yeah. that is crazy. They said, y'all crazy. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Uh, they said that we were talking in circles and it was irritating. Ah, philosophy. Oh, Let's see. 
Hello, I'm from the government and I'm here to help, says Tim. Did you hear about the child kicked out of his virtual class for saying he admired Donald Trump after the teacher asked the students who they admire? There's video to back it up. LOL insanity. Yeah, you wrote about that, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I, I watched the video. Yeah, I put that up on District Herald, I think. It was crazy. The mom, good for the mom, though. She like defended her kid real hard. It was great. I loved listening to that. Did the kid break like some sort of rules? No, the teacher asked um, for them to, you know, talk about someone they admired and I think write a couple sentences. And the one child chose um, Donald Trump. And I think he was, they're like Honduran immigrants or something too. She had, she had a thick accent. I can't remember off the top of my head, but she, she was watching the Zoom class while this is going on. And the teacher like kicked the kid out of the Zoom class. And then went on this rant about how Donald Trump promotes hate and, you know, all this stuff, just a crazy anti-Trump rant. So the mom called the teacher and she recorded that, too. And she was just like, why are you, you know, why is my son not allowed to say he admires the president? And she held her own and she he lied to her and he he was lying about what the question was and all this stuff. But he kind of backed down because she like really stood up for her kid. It was that- good. That is so funny that she was an immigrant, the mother, because I remember the case of a daughter who was given a homework assignment that was like straight critical race theory. And the mother was also an immigrant from like a middle, a central uh, European country. And she was not impressed either. She's like, I know exactly where this goes. I don't want it. Yep. I'm going to I'm not going to read all of these super chats everybody sent, but I will say, Ian, they absolutely, for the most part, disagree with everything you said and paid a lot of money to express their opinion. <laughs> you know, I knew you guys would disagree with it. I felt very uncomfortable bringing it up because it's very hoity. It's very like mystical and faux science. <laughs> but I think in the future, we will, the human race will evolve like we have in the past evolved. We didn't used to be homo sapiens and that we'll start developing our psychic power more. Like, you know, when you call someone and they're calling you at the same time. You're trying moment. to make more money now? Yeah. Send me a chance to tell me how much you disagree. <laughs> Do it. There's tons where they're like, Ian, you're misunderstanding. This is, you're talking about superposition. Quantum physicist here. I'm actually impressed with how much Tim knows about this stuff. Sorry, Ian. Tim knows his S. <laughs> Be more specific, too, because I, I, I love this, the conversation. I read a really cool book about the weird, weird world of quantum physics. And then I actually hung out at a hackerspace with an actual physicist who got really angry when the hippies would bring up this the secret and what the bleep do we know. Do, do, do you ever see what the bleep do we know? Mm-hmm. It's like a really famous, like... Cult leader. It's a cult leader. That was written by a cult leader. That whole really? Movie. Yeah, it's about this woman who, like, channels an alien. And she's got what a cult. What the bleep do we know? Where they go to her, like, yeah, and she made the movie What the Bleep. She's in it. She's, like, oh. the interviewer. Hmm. You might like that. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's basically, that. like, tries to scientifically explain New Age mumbo-jumbo. Oh. But it was really popular, and so was The Secret. And so I had this physicist friend who was just like, I can't take it anymore. Like, they're not telling you what this stuff really means. They're just, like, lying to you so they can convince you that their New Age stuff is real or whatever. Maps of being says, Tim is perfectly right on this one. You cannot rationally know God. How could a definition limit the limitless? When the master points to the moon, the idiot looks at the finger. Hmm. Is, that a, is that a dig at cats? Did you know that? Like when you point, the cat will just sniff your finger, but the dog will look at what you're pointing <laughs> oh. at. Dog, you, if you quote. point, the dog will look to where you're pointing. Isn't that crazy? That's because uh. they evolved with us. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah because we, we selected, you know, ev- like all the dogs we wanted. And you can also see the whites of a uh, uh, dog's eyes. Because they're pack so animals. Weird, yeah. And so they needed to, they did, so when wolves were hunting, they need to know where the other wolves are looking. 
So that's why you can see the whites of their eyes. You see that's the whites of horses' eyes too. You can't see the whites of cats' eyes. Yeah. Because cats are 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 solo predators. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. I did not know that. Crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, let's see here. Bobby Lane says, Ian, you are keeping the show fun today. LMAO. Also, Alex Jones for moderator of next yes. presidential debate. <laughs> I'm so into it. I would pay any amount of money for that, that to happen. That could be a pay-per-view. Yeah. I, would, yeah. I would drop some cash. Could, you, could you imagine? <laughs> for my first question, Joe Biden, when did you join the globalists? And how oh many gosh. how many kids you keep locked up? Oh, man. Donald Trump, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a coincidence, but the stream is having issues now. Yeah. <laughs> no, the stream's been having issues I know, the whole time. I know. All right, let's see, because there's a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of it about Someone religion, says Cassandra yeah. is beautiful and smart. Of course. Aww, thank you. Yeah, this is from Andrew Starr. He said, God, Cassandra is so beautiful and smart. Heart eyes, Aww, yes. Thanks. Mumbling bearded freak said, Ian, you would appreciate Orthodox Christians' metaphysics and philosophy compared with other Christianity. Check out Orthodoxy, the religion of the future. Oh, cool. Also check out JoeBidenIsSick.com, compelling evidence of Parkinson's. Oh. Uh, you know, they say that about everybody. Whatever. Joe Biden's just too old. Vicidia says, saw Tucker say Biden and Harris will justify packing the court, citing diversity. <laughs> yep, that's it. Yep. Diversity inclusion. Let's see. Uh, pho- phonogtophologist says, yo, Tim, as a mixed race person myself, I have a question. How often do people mistake you for Mexican or speak Spanish to you <gasps> all uh, the time? <laughs> it was really funny. I was in uh, uh, Anaheim during it was a Trump rally. And there was a bunch of like crazy Antifa people. They weren't really like Antifa at the time. It was just like Bernie supporters threatening people. And some guy walked up to me and just started speaking Spanish. It was like a journalist. And I was like, uh, uh, you know, no comprende, you know, no, no hablar español. Lo siento. And then he was like, oh, he's like, uh, you're not, uh, you're, you, you don't speak Spanish. He's like, which one of your parents is Mexican or whatever? And I was like, I'm, I'm Korean, dude. <laughs> and he was like, oh, sorry, man. I was like, yeah, no problem. Like that was it. I was like, you know, it is what it is. But what yet, happened like in ancient, the past like did they take the boat along the coast through the bering strait and then down the western coast of the united states and settle for what like mexico the no, asian did, did, people did they walk across the ice or or took like shoreline boats i think yeah that's because they avoided that's the what, big bears that's what someone said to me that it's because the native americans were asians crossed the bering strait so there's you know oh, yeah, similarities like that makes yeah. sense. but I, I learned that it was by boat apparently because there were too many land animals that would have killed them I mean, That's yeah, the, the, uh, uh, the indigenous Australians mastered seafaring like a ridiculously long time ago. It's crazy. You wonder how people got to like Hawaii and stuff. They could map waves and the stars. That's like, that's smart that's stuff, cool. man. Humans are smart, you know? Humans are smart. Richard in Texas says, yeah, by 2024, all free speech will be banned. Buddha Judge's mentor was a guy named Sava Van, an homage to Sacco and Vincenti, two convicted anarchist murderers. Oh. Hmm never heard that let's see the world says quote though the brush was on fire it did not burn up when moses asks god what he should tell his people when they ask moses what he saw god tells moses to tell them i am if god is then what are we Ooh, i don't know that's deep i am yep that's the answer mm-hmm. doesn't that's pretty empowering creates a lot of questions i have no idea richard in texas says bill barr defended pro bono lan horucci the FBI agent that shot Vicki Weaver in the head holding a baby. Yeah, the that's three, true. The 302 report showed in court he killed her in cold blood. So I've Bill- disliked him ever since that. I'm sorry. Really? When or was I disliked that? him because of that. When when was it? That was Ruby Ridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Waco. Oh. Uh, 27 years ago. Huh. Somebody correct me. So what do you think? Do you think Bill Barr's a bad guy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
But it, people get really mad at me about this. But I, I do not like him. I don't trust him. I, um, he said that they did the right thing in Waco too. If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. And he defended them. Sounds terrible. He burned mm-hmm. those people alive. He thought that was a good thing. Yeah, he thought that they did nothing wrong. That's awful. Because yeah. they had guns. Is that why they went in? Because they had illegal guns. Well, no. What happened was, um, at Ruby Ridge, the the FBI and ATF had surrounded the building. They claimed that this guy was a white separatist. Um, he was just trying to live in the mountains with his family, like living his life, wasn't bothering anyone. But they surrounded his house. He wouldn't come out. They ended up shooting um, his his son, I believe, right? And then Vicki Weaver, his wife, while she was holding their baby. Um, and it was a huge disaster for ATF and for the FBI. Like it was a, a pure nightmare. Um, it actually is what, pro- what led to Timothy McVeigh um, as well, because he was outraged about this. But um after ruby ridge they wanted a win for the government so they wanted to do something that would look good so they claimed that david crush was molesting children at the compound Whoa. and that they were going to go in and raid wow. it and so they orchestrated this whole thing along with the media so that the media would be there and have cameras while they went in and saved these children from the compound and that was their plan they, were, they had the media standing by ready to film they were going to broadcast it and it was going to make atf and fbi look great after the ruby ridge fiasco but instead, when the news camera was coming up the street to go to the compound, he asked a, a mailman if he was going the right way to get to Mount Caramel, where the Branch Davidians were. And the guy was a Branch Davidian. So he went back and he warned Koresh and everybody else. And they grabbed their guns and they were like, you're not taking us. And that's how the standoff started. And then the U.S. government tortured them for, I believe, 51 days. Whoa. So, and then they tried to burn them out, and they were like, there's no way they'll stay well, in there if we light their house on fire, They right? technically didn't, supposedly didn't try and burn them out. What they did was Janet Reno authorized them shooting tear gas into the compound. And so they were all in there, and tear gas is extremely flammable. We know that tear gas is flammable. We knew it from the move bombing. We've seen it you know, over and over again. When you put tear gas into a building, it's flammable. They didn't have police. They didn't have a fire truck there in case anything went wrong. And they had the the Branch Davidians had an underground school bus that was like their like bomb shelter kind of thing. So they put all the women and children in there. But the government started ramming the compound with tanks and it knocked down one of the walls. So it trapped them inside of it. All the women and children got trapped inside of this this underground school bus and nobody was coming out. A couple people came out, like David Thibodeau came out. He wrote a great book about it. Highly recommend. But um, none of the women and children came out. So the government was getting really upset. And they were like, why aren't, the gov- why aren't they bringing the women and children out? And so they decided to go and stick tear gas into that school bus. And the women and children were trapped because they had um, hit the compound with the tanks. And everything caught wow. on fire. And they died inside the school bus wow well will you be will you like bill barr if he arrests some of these democrats i will like that he arrests people but i don't like him as a person i don't like anyone who's defended waco or ruby ridge i think that those are the worst atrocities that the government has ever committed on the u.s on our own citizens i think well you you mentioned you mentioned the move bombing yeah what what, what about that that also i think that was terrible but i don't know that was the philly thing right yeah what do you know what happened with that? Um, I think that they were like a black power group. Yeah. And they were organizing. I think that I don't know enough about it to talk about it really, but I I mean I do know that 
tear gas is explosive and that if you're going to do that, they should have fire trucks nearby. Wow. <laughs> so like throwing it into the building. Yeah. Crazy. And we've seen it over and over. Like they've done it a whole bunch of times. They think they've they've cooled out on putting it into buildings, but they didn't. I mean, they did it in Ferguson. Okay, so, so we got know. a super chat, uh, and I'm loving this one. Polaris Pixis says, "Love you guys. What is up with Skeletor invoking or putting forth legislation, con- putting forth legislation concerning the 25th Amendment? Do they actually think this will stick? Do y'all know what the 25th Amendment says? Yep. No. Do you want? Do you, do you want to break it down? You can. You can go for uh, it. It's it's it, it generally outlines the succession of you know the presidency or whatever, and there is section four of of the 25th Amendment that says the vice president can challenge essentially." the abilities of the president. And then if one of the major uh, congressional bodies supports the vice president, then we go into this period where they kind of like argue over power. And if there's a second vote, the president, if there's a, if there's a declaration and a vote, the president is unable to do his duties, then the, the vice president becomes acting president and the president can challenge it. If they then declare again, no, he's unable, then the vice president becomes acting president and the president just sits there with his hands tied. I don't know what they think is going to happen. Is Mike Pence going to be like, I hereby denounce Donald Trump? Never. I know. It's not going to happen. He's chilling. He's having a good time. They're just trying to rally up their base. They're, you know, impeachment got people feisty. And they're like, we need something to get people feisty again because we have the most unexciting candidates (laughs) in history. Yeah, for real. Who's Skeletor? Oh. Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. <Who's> Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. Shuma, yeah. we must invoke the 25th Amendment. That's what she sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. All right. Richard in Texas says, uh, did I see this one? Oh, I read that one. Sorry. CJ Media says, how long were the feds sitting on the information and ready to arrest the anarchists? Convenient right after her unconstitutional orders were BTFO. Uh-huh. That is interesting. Because apparently these guys were plotting this stuff and actually doing these things in June. The Whitmer, you know, people. But it's October. October surprise. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Who's Bill Barr really working for? (laughs) Himself. Donald Trump. All right, let's see what we got. Let's see. Let's read some of these super chats. Did I read this one? I did read that one. Uh, Dilbert Gag says, just want to give you money. Oh, Thank thanks, you. Thanks, man. Thanks, Dilbert. I can get behind that. Man, we got a, a ridiculous amount of super chats that are, that are talking about the conversation about God. We and, should talk about it. Well, another time, another time. It's probably feisty. Joe Fire. W says, I disagree with most of what Ian says, but he really is growing on me. Come to Christ, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Christ consciousness. I love it. You know, I behave like what we think Jesus was. UW Chad says, please consider having Ryan Dawson as a guest. He has been banned from YouTube four times and disagrees with you about the peace deals. His audience likes you and wants this to happen. I will look into him. I'm not familiar with who he is. I'll write this down. Flaming Flaming Axelburn. Oh, there we go. I've always said that conspiracy theories are just fan fiction for reality. Mm. That's very right. David Merwin says, very chill conversation on quantum supremacy, artificial superintelligence, drugs in society, religion, and politics. Fresh conspiracy theories are quite interesting. True. They are, man. Andrew Taylor says, life is truly crazy. Why is it that our minds are limitless and boundless, yet we are bounded to the physical nature of the universe? Also, I think it's so strange that we are just products of our environment nature. Mm. I do too, yeah. That was a great super chat. Yeah, I like that. Some substance. uh, Richard in Texas says, Dr. Horowitz, the world-leading expert on genetics, said the chance of spontaneous generation of a single cell is far beyond that. That is science. Creation is science. Mm, I never heard that. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I believe that. 
Well, uh, either we're not loading any more Super Chats or everyone's given up and they don't want to Super Chat anymore. Oh, no, there's a bunch. They're just not loading properly. The chat disconnected? Yeah, I think the chat disconnected. Oh, no. Let me see if I can uh, reboot it. Nope. It's dead. I think I can do it. Thank you for waiting as we try and fix the broken Super Chat because our hardline internet went down and I have backup satellite, which seems to be working poorly but working, <laughs> working still yet? is working uh-huh. yeah it's a d plus it's a passing grade thanks for sticking around go. all right let's see if these super there we go a bunch of super chats you see that's what's important oh my goodness love you guys yeah bunch of super chats the super chat number was going up there we go ian hall says to general t pool t pool salty army first division there are rumors that you have been neglecting your heavy metal mass accelerators the command has determined that you need more range time. <laughs> These funds are for ammunition and range days. Please use responsibly or on Zcats. Never on Zcats. I will use them Never. on the cats. Yes. What? Catnip. But you're making me think we no, should. Build oh, oh, the, the funds, money. The not funds. the weaponry. I was My like, goodness. We should build a rail gun. Oh, oh I'm down. Is that legal? Into it too? Is that legal? I don't know. <laughs> I don't we know. should legally uh, investigate. We should legally look this up. Yes. How about we make a, a, a maglev... Uh, Super collider. train that goes around the house. No, no, the just like go on. Can we make something that's maglev that keeps accelerating and Probably. faster and faster and faster if until we have the power source? Yeah, until the friction from the air liquefies it and then it loses its mag- magnetism and then just burns out and destroys the. Oh, maybe track. You'd... Probably, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got another super chat. Mister Valera says, "Trippy tonight, guys. Trump Biden equals sledgehammer versus Jello." Jello ver- uh, je- uh, versus, wait, wait, Sledgehammer versus Jello. Pence Harris equals scalpel versus paper doll. Hmm. 99% of the words out of her mouth were blatant lies a deaf person could hear. I am seriously contemplating going into politics here in Ontario now. Do it. Dude, that it was so cool. obvious Kamala was lying. That's the, that's the crazy thing. Like, when she was like, Joe Biden does not want to ban fracking. <laughs> uh. It's like, you just Google it and there's like 50 videos of him saying it. Yeah, he know? said it. At the debate with Trump that he wants to phase it out. So he doesn't want to ban it immediately. But he does ultimately want to ban it, right? Yeah. He wants to ban it. For sure. He said numerous times he wants to ban it. And only now that he won the primary is he backtracking. This is what they do. It's, it's Trump has been saying what Trump wants to do forever, you know. All right, let's see what we got. Let's see. Um... John Bedard says, I did not know Liberty Doll wanted to be on, but I do think she would be a good one. There will be interesting perspectives for sure. First Super Chat just for that. Appreciate it. Seth Polchi says, Tim streaming through satellite from unknown location is full on crypto cyberpunk. <laughs> Dude, it's literally just like home satellite internet. It's like the most boring thing ever. No, you use crypt- I'm, I'm really impressed, though. I know. This- satellite. It's like really, it's, it's really good. Like we're actually getting, we're getting like five megabits. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. It's like the stream's coming in clear. That's crazy. I wonder if this is like the safer way to do the show. Why did the landline go down? That's weird. I don't know. It's been mm. acting up all day. Yeah. Maybe like, oh, you know, it could be. It could be like a critter ate a wire or something. Oh, no. Yeah. Someone I warned me about that. Critter. They're like, there's going to be. Stink uh, bugs. Wait, <laughs> stink the stink bugs, bugs are <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> vacuuming up stink bugs. It's, it's chaos. It's pools revenge. closed. Pools closed. Restart stream. Oh, I no. love I love that people are donating money because the stream went down. It's like, Thank you guys. we weren't even down. doing anything and we're sitting here like, well, the stream's not working and like money's still coming. <laughs> but you'll be able to listen to it on iTunes. Uh, it was still pretty good conversation. No, Cassandra great. told us about yeah, the cult stuff was cults. fun. <laughs> uh, but definitely, yeah, go to go, uh, follow us on iTunes and Spotify too because um, that way, if the stream ever goes down, you know, you can definitely check it out there. 
Yeah, so a lot of a lot of super chats saying Doomsday Cults. I love that album. Mm-hmm. Oh, Doomsday <laughs> Doomsday Sex Cult. <laughs> Sounds like Antifa drink the flavor aid or else. Mm. Cults are characterized by the by the driving out of moderates by whatever means, usually uh, incorrect predictions. They get smaller and more fanatical. Yeah. No, no, seriously, pardon Assange. Free Assange, yes. <laughs> well, I think I don't. I wonder if people can see the button. Yeah. <laughs> I think he should. I think. Uh, oh, no. I think it's the, it would be the biggest f you Trump could send to them. You know. Yeah. What if? I can't. I don't. Why wouldn't he do it? You know. Like if even if he loses too, like in a lame duck session, just be like, all right, there you go, you guys are good. Yeah. If he knows how much positivity it would generate, I think then he'll do it. I think he's trying to. He wants to know the source. Yeah. And Julian's not going to tell him, and so they're in a standoff. I think. Whoa. Low price edition says three gorges dam broke its record high watermark two days ago, and it's three and it's three meters under its maximum capacity. So does that mean Wuhan's going to flood? Oh, man. That's what that means. They should have been moving people this whole time. You know what? I would love to help China right now with our military if we could. If This would be a global... People have asked about that, yeah. This would be something really good, man. Because oh, so many people could get hurt by that. Yeah. Tens of millions could die. Plague in a flood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do they have locusts going on? They do. That was in Africa, I thought. Uh-huh. Uh... China was somewhat involved somehow. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I remember earlier. I think it was like they were brought in to help or something. Yeah. No, Google. No, we can't. We I can't, can't Google it right now. Yeah. Well, I can look it up. Hold on. On your phone? I yeah, I'm pretty phone. sure they had locusts. Locusts. No joke. China. There was like there was like a weird thing happening in, 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 uh, uh, in the Middle East and Asia. That's with spooky. like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Swarms of locusts have been moving through parts of China's southwest province of Yunnan since late June 2020. What? The winged invaders have caused varying degrees of damage to at least 23,000 acres of farmland in the southern part of the province alone. So that was in June of, uh, or that was, yeah, that was in June of this year and all the way through the end of August. Holy wait, cow. Wait, 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 wait. So they've had a, church a plague? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've had a plague, locusts, now flooding? Oh my goodness. The flood's about to come? What is going on? Have like the firstborn been dying? Um. Well, technically, it is China. If you want to talk about. Oh man. Yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yikes. Wow. What are the other? What were the other boils? Frogs and boils. Boils. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like bo- on their Skin faces. Lesions. What yeah. about raining blood? Is that not? That is one of them as well. Yeah. yeah. There's ten of them. Can't Wasn't it like the, the the river turned red with blood or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Was it, it was raining. Rains fire. In the it rivers well, it rained blood? locusts and stuff, so. Jeez. It probably happened in the past, right? And that's why they wrote it down? I don't know. I don't know the, the stuff behind the uh, uh, plagues. I hope that Jordan Peterson can get there in his Bible series lecture because I want to know his take on that, what the other historical precedent might have been for that. That's really interesting. Ian Graham says, Tim, the idea about DMT is that it adjusts your brain much like you would adjust a telescope. It's not that the object was never there, just hard to see without assistance. Interesting. Lou says, question, if God is, if God is, then who are we? Answer, if God is, we are. Problem, God is, we only are. Equation, the convergence of R is. I'm totally confused. I'm out of that wheelhouse now, unfortunately. But we could be R and other. R and other? I believe. Is that Jack, true? Is that logic? Jack Miller says, are you going to have the Spotify censorship like Rogan? Yeah. I don't know what's going on with is we, there something happening. We actually there? just talked about doing the show, record pre-recording the show and just being full uncensored, and then uploading 
an uncensored. I don't. That's what I was talking about. I don't know if that's what you were. That's no, what no, 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 no. That was just because the internet cut out. Yeah. And I was like, maybe we recorded early, but we can't do that. You know. It's and like, I'd be full uncensored. Um, <laughs> but th- that doesn't change the censorship. So what's going on? I don't know what's going on with Rogan. No, me either. I don't know. They made I, him take down episodes with Alex Jones. I believe. Well, I, he's, or they wanted he, him to. He said that they it was a glitch in like the recording or something. Hmm. You know, hmm. the ones with Milo and Alex and yeah, other right wing sure. individuals. You know, sure glitch. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I think I would be, I don't know. I don't think anybody signs a contract with any big company and controls everything like that. Like you sign a deal with a company, they get stipulations. That's yeah. the point of a deal. If there was no deal, they just, you wouldn't need to do anything, you know? Yeah. So, but I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought everything was going normal, I guess. I thought he had like that one thing with his episodes and that was it. I know that the the lefties have been coming after him, but he, he Joe tweeted out a video making fun of it. Mm. So I don't know, though, man, I, I'm seeing a ton of people talk about it. And I wonder if it's just like some culture war stuff where people are mad that like Alex Jones's podcast didn't get carried over. But I thought uh wasn't weren't people saying that he was going to have Jones on like right away and he never did. I don't know. I don't follow uh, Rogan. I think all. Alex Jones said that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And that never happened. You should go on. I don't know, man. They're both there in Texas, too. They're like in the same town, aren't they? Austin? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. They're planning. I have a feeling that we're headed towards full-on like censorship. You I know, think like, we're we're almost there. It'll, Definitely. It'll probably get there, but then another system will emerge that's I don't think uncensored so. uh-huh. at the same time. I mean, you can't if, stop humanity. If Trump wins, I think independent space will continue. I think if the establishment wins, if Biden wins, it's it's over. I mean... Look at what they just did to QAnon people. Right. I mean, I'm not a QAnon person, but I am a firm believer in free speech. And they just kicked off like tens of thousands of people off Facebook. You're not allowed to talk about QAnon on Facebook anymore. I have. Uh, I think that's terrifying. So I message myself to like send myself links and stories. Yeah. And recently I took a picture and I wanted to get it on my computer. So I just messaged myself. And then I noticed there was posts saying like, we've removed these links. And I'm like, I don't even know what the links were anymore. Yeah, they did that in, uh, they do that in Instagram messages now too. Mm. So in order to control the system, they need a China style internet. So, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, very obviously pro China, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Jack Dorsey, very obviously pro China. All of these companies are trying as hard as they can to appease China whilst trying to balance the fact that Americans want freedom. So if you look at Google was trying to do these, you know, deals with China to create censored internet and then Americans got mad and they're like, Oh, okay, we'll back off. They really want to do it. It's just, if there's too much money on the table, they don't want to leave. So these ultra wealthy, this is why I'm pro regulation because these ultra wealthy billionaires are going to destroy anyone who dare oppose them and the establishment efforts to create like the TPP and things like that. If Joe Biden wins, oh, you better believe TPP is coming back tenfold. I got, a, I got a warning that Instagram sent me saying that my account is at risk of being deleted because I posted a meme that said if it wasn't for 17 year olds with guns, we'd all be spe- we'd all be British. <laughs> it was like the stupidest like Simpsons meme. Yeah. And they they're, they're saying my account is at risk of deletion now. That's, That's what's coming. It's, oh yep. Gosh. And I don't want to like I'm going to lose all the photos of like my daughter and stuff because my mm. Instagram is private. I use it for like photos and memes that i want to get off my phone back it up <laughs> yeah i'm gonna try and figure out how to do that but it's like that sucks you lose like all your stuff yeah and then when you sign in to a website using facebook or google mm-hmm. if you get banned by facebook or google you can't sign into those other sites oh i didn't even think about that i was talking to somebody 
They said they got banned from Facebook and didn't realize, but all of their other accounts that like other websites yeah, were like lo- Grubhub and stuff. Exactly. You will be banned from all of that too. Wow. Oh, you can still log in. Can't you just log in and nope, dude, Facebook's gotta gotta disseminate their power. I love the. This is the future. Them to free their software code. This the, and, and you know why it's going to happen? Because the left is jan- dancing and cheering, saying "but my private business," and conservatives are saying "but my private business," but my but my private business business too. Yeah. And then Trump saying "repeal Section 230," which is just more assistance to the establishment. It is not the right move. Reforming 230 is repealing. It's a bad idea. But as soon as Trump tweeted, I saw a bunch of these Trump people being like, "Yeah," it's like you Dude, are. I not- see the the answer. Make them free their software code. Then there will be 30 Facebooks and everyone can have their own terms that's of not service. A, that's that's ridiculous, out, dude. And everyone gets to that pick their own anything. terms of service. The people will gravitate to the one with the best terms of service. No, so it's no longer about wrong. who controls the code. You are completely it's wrong. It's about who has the most creative Facebook's terms. Facebook's code is meaningless. Well, I, but I we mean, there's Parler right now. I, I love Parler. I've been using it a ton. I get tons of traffic on my articles from there. I think it's great. But it's the echo chamber. Right. And so it takes all the fun out when you can't go on and yell at stupid journalists and stuff. (laughs) Dude, you could federate all the different Facebooks. Yes, but Facebook isn't hard to make. Their code is amazing. They have so many features. Like what? Billions. Games. Who cares? Nobody uses it. Nobody uses it. Uh, people use it. No, they There's, don't. They use Messenger. Do they we they should use... go down a list of all those features they have that they've built no out over the last No one uses years. those. Well, I mean, that's hyperbole. No. It's, well, we... it's function. You they know? use Messenger and they use the, the news wall. The Messenger's amazing on and, Facebook. And, and, and how many lines of code is a Messenger app? Jeez, I mean, Mines has a terrible Messenger and it took us two years to build it. Dude, there's tons like of three simple developers. and easy open source messaging platforms. Yeah, but they're not as good. I'm telling you that Facebook has no, you're, the best. Yeah, you're, you're the best. It's communism. Three. You're a communist. Well, well the, the problem I'm a is that at communist, I'm a democratic yeah. socialist. Everybody's no, already not. on Facebook. I'm a capitalist. The problem. The problem is that everybody's already on Facebook. Everybody's already on Twitter. Those are the two public squares. And so right now you have Gab, you have Parler, you have all these other offshoots that already exist. People are making other social networks, but you would you don't have the broad public like. Uh, public common that you have with Twitter and Facebook. You can go on Twitter and you can yell at Jim Acosta. You yes. can go on and yell at Justin Amash, like I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do that on these smaller ones. Like they have great engagement. Parlor is wonderful. Like there's, I love Parlor. I think it's great. It's really, it's very pro Trump though. It's very positive. It's very pro Trump. But you can't go on and yell at people the way you do on Twitter. And so because everybody's already built up followings on these big platforms, it's very hard to create another one that could even be comparable or that could compete with it. Yeah, I'd like to see. Well, if you freed the code and there were like 20 different Twitters, they could all interact. So you could still see Trump's posts on this Twitter when you're on this Twitter or on this Twitter. It doesn't matter. But you, this Twitter can't ban you on this Twitter. I think that realistically, the only way that any social media platform is going to have a, a chance um, would be if Trump went. If Trump went to Parler, all the journalists would have to follow, which means that the left would follow, yes. which means that we could all still fight with them there. Yes. <laughs> Trump Trump could have gone to any one of these other platforms. Yeah. And he just won't do it. Yeah. But what, where's Dan Scavino? Any one of these people they know, Trump could do this. Yeah. And I think that they're on Parler. Like a bunch of his they people are. are on Parler. Why isn't Trump? Yeah. They just They just mirror Trump's tweets. Yeah. If Trump exclusively tweeted to any other platform then the media would have to cover it. Yeah, and it's so frustrating because he has to know that. 
Like he complains about censorship, but he could very easily switch to a different platform and everyone would follow. Yep. And, he, and that would, I think, that would make a huge difference. I think Twitter was collapsing before he started going nuts on it. Yeah. Like they were losing their users. Then Trump came out and started screaming like That's crazy. Why they don't ban him. Yeah, exactly. He says crazy stuff. They ban it. Other people will like mi- mirror his tweets and get, get their banned. accounts banned. Yep. But Trump is money. Yeah. These people are obsessed, dude. I'm really, I'm really looking forward. Like after this election, maybe it's just like start a vlog, talk more culture. I just, I don't know. Because I, I have a feeling no matter what happens, it's going to be pandemonium. Just like total. Like even if Biden wins, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be absolutely insane. Well, they're going to riot either way. I mean, the original, right. and on inauguration day, that riot was planned to be a protest of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> they had like websites and stuff made for it. Because they thought she was going to win. They were going to riot no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're going to riot again this year no matter and what. And that's why I think Trump is the right choice for ending the riots. Mm-hmm. Because he's the one who's trying to empower the feds. And, and you see Portland was begging the feds to, to de-deputize the, uh, the police. Yeah. Yep. Dude, we've got, we've got riots on Earth. And we're getting ready to colonize Mars. Like, we're going into space. <laughs> It's all it's like it's all happening at what's a lot of things happening no, at it's, once. It's Good people trying bad. to escape. Elon Musk Some. is like he's like I, I need to build a rocket ship to to get off this planet very quickly because the riots are are becoming too dangerous. He's gonna, he's, you know the Tesla he sent in space? Yeah. It's going to Mars. I love and hate Elon Musk so much. <laughs> Why do you hate him? Because I'm obsessed with the Artelect War, which is this book uh, by Hugo Degaris, that's about how AI is going to take over and you can either be a cosmist or a Terran, which is you know support AI taking over or not. Um, and I am horrified of AI and I think that's a terrible idea. And I think that at some point there's going to be somebody from the future that needs to come and kill Elon Musk because he's gone too far. <laughs> uh, but at the no. same time, I'm like, yes, Elon, you know, do cool stuff. You're like Batman. You know, people don't understand. Uh, uh, you know, people don't get about AI, the problem with AI. Mm-hmm. Everyone assumes that AI will be like the humans are their own destruction and must be destroyed or like, you know, like Iron, in, in, in Avengers Age of Ultron, Ultron's like, I'm going to bring about peace by killing humanity because there's, there's peace, right? AI wouldn't do that. AI is going to be like, we're going to create an AI system to like guide the planet. And then the AI is going to divert all production into like corn. And then we're, we're not going to realize it's happening. And then all of a sudden we're going to be like, yo, we have no oil anymore. What's this? I just brought corn. I didn't order corn. I ordered oil. The system said you wanted corn. And then all of a sudden we have a mass overproduction of one random resource because the AI doesn't understand context. So it'll be like humans really love corn and the AI will start incentivizing corn production. And then eventually we'll have no oil industry and we'll be pouring Gatorade in our farms and then we'll have no corn either. Well, but the thing is, AI, the capabilities of AI are expanding at a rate that's absolutely insane. I mean, in a year, it'll be dramatically different. Yeah. And it's going to eventually just become too powerful and too big. And that that could be good or bad. Well, you could make a good argument for the cosmos side. This is a like, whole a, a whole topic that I'm, I don't. Even so, so what's 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 the ultimate? If if the AI does improve itself exponentially, what's the biggest problem to humans? Well, for humans, they could end or AI could end up seeing us as a problem that needs to be eradicated, or something very simple like um, say that you have AI set to make paper clips. Its job is to make paper clips. That's it. That's what I was saying. All about it's corn. concerned about is paper clips. Right. It's going to do whatever it needs to do to keep making those paper clips. So if you get in the way of it, 
it'll kill you. You're gonna be turning so that, paper clips. No, so, <laughs> so, so, so actually, I, I, just, I, did, I, I disagree with that though because I think it doesn't go far enough. Um, but that's the point I was making about corn. That mm-hmm. like it would it would find one thing that thinks it's better the the, the easiest path towards like so the the best way to explain the AI problem is that YouTube created these rules for how the algorithm would, pr- would promote content, and they said. YouTube is all like two minute clips of like dogs on trampolines and stuff. And nobody hangs out on YouTube because it's just like you send them a video and they laugh. Mm-hmm. How do we get people to stay on the platform? How about we only promote videos that have a 50% retention time and are more than 10 minutes? Then you'll get a bunch of TV shows and like high quality content. And then they started getting gaming stuff. Then they started getting like weird random AI generated garbage because people just created an AI program to exploit the AI program. Right. And so the algorithm went nuts. Instead of getting, getting Game of Thrones, you get Tim Pool in, in, in his room complaining about Democrats for several hours per day. <laughs> but for real, they wanted Game of Thrones. Instead, they got politics and then they panicked and banned all these political people. But that's this is what they created. I think the, the paperclip thing doesn't go far enough because it wouldn't kill you. The AI would convince you to make paperclips. Perhaps. Killing, because here's what you got to, listen, listen. If the AI says, I want to make paperclips, then the AI says, Cassandra Fairbanks is trying to stop me from making paperclips. If, if the AI kills Cassandra Fairbanks, it will make way more people angry at the AI and cause even more problems that will try and stop the paperclips. I don't think it'll, it'll go in that direction at all. I think that it's going to become so smart and powerful that it's going to end up just looking at humans the same way we look at ants. Like, yeah. wow, these are useless little things. Look at them working and trying to build Ignore stuff. Us. That's cute. Squash. Ignore us. <laughs> or squash us. Whatever. I always I think got so. angry at the kids that would kill the ants for no reason. Yeah, me too. I don't do I, that. I think what Elon Musk is trying to do is integrate us with the AI. Yeah. Then the AI won't be doing anything because it'll be like, I require a human host. Yeah, and transhumanism. Dude, you know what's going to be? Ma- I'll tell you what's coming. I'll tell you what's coming. I don't like Neuralink. Yeah. I like the idea that you could like plug something into your brain and, and experience, you know, video game virtual reality. That'd be so fun. But I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to come a point. People are going to have Neuralink and Ian's not going to have it. And then I'm going to be sitting here and I'm going to go. <laughs> wow. Oh, no way. Uh, uh-uh. And Ian's going to be like, whoa, what are you having? Oh, it's, it's this Trump just said this thing. And I'll just be sitting here, but I'll have the feed going right in my brain. And then you'll be like left out of the whole thing. Then eventually you're going to be like, I want to be involved. Kids are all going to be doing their Neuralink thing. And they're going to be like laying in beanbags, just like in their room with their eyes, like, you know, like half open. And you're going to be like, they're doing nothing. But if you have Neuralink, you can see the silly things they're whipping up in their Neuralink where it's like they're doing TikTok dances and like, but it's all imaginative. So it's crazy and ridiculous. And then everyone's eventually going to want to be a part of it. And then we'll be the Borg. Because everyone will know what everyone else is thinking but all the time. Elon's and we'll argument is if we don't do that, that AI will enslave us and destroy us. Right. A lot of people have been saying we must be the AI. We have to integrate it with us first. That way, when the AI happens, we'll just be the Borg. Better the Borg than dead, I guess. But I think that's a wrong way to look at it. I think that if we created an AI that went off into outer space and just did its thing and we did our thing, like what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. I have so many problems. Why with all would of it. why would the AI decide open conflict with humans make sense when they can go anywhere in the universe and be left alone? When we see this in evolution, birds are less likely to be aggressive because they can fly. So when they're attacked by a predator, they just leave. Badgers, burrow animals, have to be aggressive because they can't flee. 
Right. If an AI has the option to just go to any other planet where there's no conflict, that would be the smart choice. What's more likely, in my opinion, is that we're going to create this amazing, like, you know, Skynet. And we're going to be like, we've done it. Skynet's here. And Skynet's going to be like, you're a problem for my priorities. And fighting you would just cost me resources. Bye. We'd be gone. And we'd be like, yeah, guess we got to build another one. <laughs> Maybe. Do you think Could AI? Do you think the AI will experience joy? No. Well, then I don't know if we'll, if it'll experience, if it'll enjoy debate. If it can't no, it wouldn't. enjoy anything, why it's would going it? to be writing its own code, dude. You don't think it'll have emotions? No. Why not? Why would it? I don't know because it's emotions are emotions are our human experience, our human product. We 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 can we can program things into it that we that to us may simulate some kind of emotion, but the but the AI might view it as like a code impedance. You know what I mean? Like the AI. That's how I view it. The AI wouldn't be like. I am experiencing something that, you know, causes me uh, stress. It would be going, I would like to kill you, but there is a code stopping me from doing so. Hmm. That's a good, uh, that's a good debate. I think it will experience emotion at some point. I mean, I don't think so. I think it would be like, if you could understand and control every cell in your body, you wouldn't have emotions. You'd be like, that's what the AI would be. Like a in Vulcan? Is that what they can do? They just don't experience emotion. Or if they no, do, they do. It's that's very, the, very limited. No, that's not true. They suppress it. Wow. The, the Vulcans uh, in Star Trek have extremely powerful emotions, so they have to train to suppress it. Ultimate stoicism. And so what happens is when they get older and they start becoming more feeble, they have bouts of extreme rage because they can no longer control their emotions. The Romulans, which was part of the, you know, they were the same species at some point, felt like they should embrace their passions. And so they left and created their own. You world. don't think that they'll develop like an emotion chip? Like an emotional program that, but if they did, it wouldn't be true emotions. It would be like a simulation of. I mean, emotions would just get in their way. Yeah. Emotions are it's a like, horribly complicated impede, thing yeah. that would, that impede people all the time. I don't think that they would want that kind of simulation. Would you emotions, give up your emotions? No. Would you? It, no. But they're em emo unproductive though. A lot of the time. So imagine this. Have you ever seen the movie Equilibrium? No. Oh, you gotta see Equilibrium. It's where people, are all given a serum to erase, like to suppress their emotions. So they're all really robotic. But I feel like if a society was truly without emotion, you'd like, you'd walk in, there'd be no art, you'd start doing work, and then your boss would come up to you and be like, Unit 7319, you are no longer needed for this task. Termination will be immediate. And then the, the other guy will go, accepted, thank you. And then it would just drop the person into a vat of molten, you know. So emotions keeps us alive. Yeah. The, hmm. But Fear, I think an AI would want that. No. It would just be totally logical. I guess you could you could say the AI's emotion would be like, it's, it, you would need to be programmed to want to survive. Otherwise, it would be like, I'll just jump in this vat of lava. Molten steel or whatever. I, I got more to talk about. Let's go deeper. Well, um, it's 1020. Yeah, do you want to keep talking about AI? No, we should, we should, we should wrap it up so it's I can fix, I can fix the point. internet. Um, someone said, please look at my super chat, but I can't because I can only see the one oh. where he said, please look at my super chat. Oh, type it in the chat chat. Maybe we can see oh, it. Oh, wait, there it is. Oh, I see it. Clef the Misfit says, the Democrats' 25th Amendment commission isn't for Trump. It's for Biden. Why they call it Harris Biden. <laughs> no. I don't. He's not, he's not even in office that. or anything. Let's see. Let's see. Um, oh, we got, do we have any more super chats? Oh, it's just a big jump. That's what happened. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Router Gray, uh, Router Gray says two in one. One, having Cassandra on two, drop charges on Assange before UK decision makes Trump leader. 
After it, UK, you, can, you, uh, you can't have him. Us, fine, we'll drop the charges. No impact, no support for free press. Uh, political Potat says Thomas Massey is anti-regulation of big tech. Oh, I'm no fan. I'm pretty sure he's spoken out about big tech. I think that he has, has different ideas than like Howley and stuff on how yeah. to fix it. Chadison McGraw says government should only enforce two rules, economy and those are the rules to capitalism. Uh, and those are the rules to capitalism. One, companies are not to deceive or commit fraud. Two, companies must engage in open and fair competition. This would fix corruption in Silicon uh, Valley big tech. Ideally, Patrick says Three Gorges Dam will be the environmental disaster of our time. I bet it has to do with weaponized space weather satellite space planes. Cali and Aussie fires, historic rains in the Three Gorges region. Maybe, maybe that's the real war. All right, let's see. I think, uh, I think we're 22 minutes out and the internet's just been giving us the business and we need to fix it. So, uh, you know, we should just wrap it up. Uh, do you want to mention your Twitter account? Yeah, it's Cassandra Rules. <laughs> cool. Right over at Gateway and District Herald. Right on. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor at TimCast, and check out my other YouTube channels, youtube.com slash TimCast and youtube.com slash TimCast News. And of course, you can follow Ian. Yes, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and more at Ian Crossland. If you would like to have spiritual communist conversations with the, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, I am an artificial <laughs> intelligence. Yes. And you can always follow at Sour Patch Lids. Yes, you can. Hello, I'm here. L-Y-D-S. L-Y-D-S in Lids. We're going to fix the internet, I hope. Um, this is the, the, the benefit of living in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> we got the satellite set up as a backup and I guess it works, but not well, but it's better than the other internet going out completely. So we'll have to figure it out and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best, but, uh, thanks for, for hanging out and we'll be back tomorrow at 8 PM live and we'll have clips up throughout the day. And of course, if you want to actually listen to what we were saying while the internet went out, then you can catch the full podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Ooh. and other platforms yeah, too. Yeah, mystery. The, the secret conversations. The I can't <laughs> believe what you said, Cassandra. That was so shocking. <laughs> was crazy. I, I, I went in about cults. For she a totally there. did. Yeah, it was. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. It was kind of crazy very, for sure. I'm sorry, I, I love cults. <laughs> all right, awesome. we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out. Smash that like button on your way out, and we'll see you all next time. Bye, guys.